Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Get Geek Podcast, where we celebrate geek, nerd, and pop culture. Each week, we deliver the best analysis for fans, by fans, on anything related to movies, TV, video games, comics, anime, and manga. We talk geek. And now, here's the Get Geek Podcast. Hey, what's going on, people out in the internet? Welcome, 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 welcome to the Get Geek Podcast. What's going on, y'all? I am Jose. This is Wolfie. AJ. Eli. And I am what's up, what's up, What's up, crew? And this week, we are going to discuss a little movie that just came out over the, over the weekend. <laughs> A neat, little, little, a neat little movie, a neat little, little indie production uh, that came out that some of you might be familiar with um, called Justice League, the Zack Snyder Justice League, the Snyder Cut that has been called for for a long, long time by a huge contingent of fans. But before we get to that, of course, we're going to do all of our disclaimers that you guys have heard ad nauseum every single week. We are recording remotely, so if there are any audio issues artifacts, other problems, or you have any other feedback for us with the podcast crew, please send us some feedback. Let us know that there's something going on with the audio or anything else, and we will do our best to improve upon it and make it better and better and better and better. As well, speaking of your favorite podcast, the best way to support your favorite podcast podcast crew is to like, rate, share, and subscribe to your favorite podcast. You know the spiel. We are available on all your favorite podcast platforms where all your favorite podcasts are sold. So support us, please. If you like the content that we put out, let us know any way that you can and share it and spread it. Spread the love. That's the the best thing that you can do for us and indeed for the world. So uh, yeah. Let's take it from there. Wolfie, you want to guide us through this magical conversation, sir? Well, I wanted to, because we have, because the, the, the movie came out in parts and we are mm-hmm. a group of five, you know, not six, unfortunately, not like the Justice League, but we could do this in parts. And I kind of want to take a little bit of a round table and give everyone a kind of chance to, to uh, give me your first impressions, just because we haven't, like, I think a couple of us has you know, have chatted through Telegram, by the way, awesome app to, you know, have group discussions, polls and all that stuff. Very similar to WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. You guys should check it out. Um, I want to kind of get everyone's quick thoughts. And I want to start with AJ. What did you think about first impressions of the film and the whole nine? So the film, it was great. It, it really was phenomenal. Like there are some scenes that were in this film that seriously make me question Joss Whedon's directing ability. And I, like, just the whole, the, just just to give you an idea of how, like, mind-boggled I am, there is an awesome sequence with Superman, Aquaman, and The Flash when he gets revived. How and why? What, what possessed you to take that out? Not only was that an awesome fight scene, but like the the throwback between those two, like I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> but okay, so you can tell that I like it already. But 
I'll save this last point for like the very end of the discussion, I guess. There is one thing that's holding me back from appreciating it that much more. So I'll leave you guys. Interesting. Okay. 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 Uh, Jose? um, My thoughts on the movie, to keep it brief, are, you know, it's it's obviously better than Joss Whedon's version. It's like a hundred times better. But to me, that doesn't say enough. Um, I think the issue I have with the movie that, I mean, I think the issue that most people have is that, which I understand why he did it, is that it's just a little bit too long. I think the obvious reason why he did that is he just wanted to show everybody all the cool stuff he did and all the cool footage and all the great stuff and Easter eggs. I get it. But if you if you trim about an hour off that movie, you turn it from something that's good that I'm not like super excited to rewatch into something that really could have been remarkable. And to me, it would have been so remarkable that, I mean, now it's almost hard for, for DC not to justify taking Zack Snyder's vision and continuing it, I think, even with the movie as is. But I think it would have been an an absolutely slam dunk decision if the movie were just a little bit better in a few ways. So yeah, that's, that's my general thoughts about it without giving anything else away. Okay. I can appreciate that. Eli. Uh-oh. You know, oh, man. No, 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 it's no, the no. corn. <laughs> no, no, don't get the wrong idea. Don't get the wrong idea. You guys already know that I'm biased since I'm, I'm mainly a Marvel fan, but I will give credit where credit is due. It did a, a great, a phenomenal job of its storytelling. Only thing I hate is I'm pretty sure it's the same as AJ. And yeah, that's it's just, cliffhanger. It's, it's awesome. Super. So, awesome. so, so you enjoyed it. I enjoyed, you enjoyed it. it. But you have some reservations. Yeah, just one. Okay. Just wow, one. Okay. okay. Um, I, I, I personally, I think that, I think that the film was, it's hard to even call it a film because of like how it was presented. But, um, I think that the film was, 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 was great to show the representation of like Snyder's vision for the entire, um, DC universe. And while I understand Jose's point and we'll get into this in a moment. I also think that like this was Snyder saying, well, this is everything you could have had. So I'm going to throw it all out there, you know, not leaving anything off the table so that you can see what the universe would have been like, you know, sure. There's a lot that I think that could have been trimmed. Um, but you know, with that being said, I think that the film was pretty good. I don't. I. I really wanted to say great, but there's there's just a, too many little things that I didn't that 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 I take issue with. Um, one in particular, uh, with 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 one of the characters. But outside of that, I also think that like some of the stuff that uh, was left out of the Whedon cut, I think justifies Whedon getting put into prison because I don't understand how he made some of these cutting room decisions. You know, he basically wasted WB's money to reshoot a worse movie. So, yeah, I I don't understand how he did some things. I would actually want an investigation into his (laughs) thought processors. Like, I want, like, a 9-11 commission. I want, like, a Snyder Cut commission on, like, what the heck was Whedon thinking. And, oh, Lord, will I talk about that to to some length. Oh, God. I promise. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's where I'm at. I, I think it was great. I do think it was good. I think it was borderline great, 
Um, but there's a lot still missing. Um, but yeah, I, I'm on board for returning to the Snyderverse. So, well, so I'm gonna start mine with a with a caveat up up top because I am a big fan of Zack Zack Snyder's films. I, I like Dawn of the Dead. I love 300. Um, the Watchmen movie i thought the extended version was phenomenal uh the theatrical it had it had some some issues to it um man man of steel is one of my favorite superhero movies i won't say of all time but it's it's definitely up there i love the way he deconstructed superman in that one and um you know Batman vs. Superman, again, the extended version is is great. I still can't get away from the Martha moment in that movie, but whatever. Um, this movie here is about, at least in my opinion, as, as, as close to a... I'm, I'm struggling to find a... It's a superhero movie that wants to not be a superhero movie, but yet draws so much from the comic books. And it's like you're, you're watching a comic book on the screen. And, and for that, I love Zack Snyder because, you know, he, he's slavish almost to the point of, of just taking the comic page and putting it on screen. On screen. Um, like you guys said, what he did to Ray Fisher is criminal. But again, with, with Flash and Aquaman, they were so much better in this film. I don't understand why Whedon chose to make, especially Aquaman, a surfer dude in, in his film. It, it <laughs> makes no sense. Um, one, one of the things I do say is that it's a little bit too long, especially the epilogue. The epilogue I could have seen as more of a, um, you know, special, you know, extra credits type thing where, where it's just like, you know, here's, here's some goodies that you can see afterwards. I don't see how this would have worked as a theatrical film um, because you can't really cut it up the way it's presented. And the last thing I will say about it is that I find it interesting with the with the the fans on this because um, after Man of Steel and especially after BVS, the the din was so loud where they wanted to get rid of Zack Snyder, especially in his treatment of Superman and stuff. And you know, it made it very easy for WB to cut the ties with him. And I find it interesting. Here we're sitting almost five years after for afterwards and, oh no, four years. And the, the thing is Zack Snyder is the best thing since sliced bread. You know, I, I just find it interesting. The dichotomy of how fans quickly turn on a pivot where they hate the guy. And now all of a sudden he could do no wrong. So, you know, that's that's one of my biggest takeaways from the Snyder cut is this shouldn't exist at all, but the fans willed it, and these are the same fans that wanted Zack Snyder his his head on a pike. So, um, I'll that's where I'm at with that. Um, it's really interesting you say that, you know, uh, I, I think that like, that's a whole separate conversation. I think we actually need to have about, um, the, 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 the volatility of the, of fandoms, mm -hmm. whether it's DC, Marvel or Star, Star Wars. Wars, Star Wars, very Especially. much so. Like that's a whole separate conversation, but I think game. that like, you know, you're absolutely right about this because it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if, if you, 
like we could have had this, you know, five years ago. We could have, you know, DC could have been in a completely different place. Honestly, yeah. I feel like this is one of those perfect situations that Flashpoint could have corrected, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like go back in time, make sure that like you know whatever didn't happen ha- didn't happen, so that we can continue with the Snyderverse, and then DC maybe in a whole different area or ballpark when it comes to in comparison comparing the. DCEU versus the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, and, and can I just say one thing? It's interesting to note that the two films that uh, the directors consulted Snyder on were Aquaman and Wonder Woman, which were far superior films than some of the DC movies that we've seen since. I mean, Suicide Squad was a complete another mess. W W eighty four, pure garbage. The only one that's the outlier oh is is Shazam, <laughs> right? And listen, a broken clock is right twice a day, right? It, to me, I find it very, very interesting that the two films that Snyder collaborated on after Justice League, which it would be Wonder Woman and um, I'm sorry, I'm I'm losing, I'm lo- Aquaman. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Um, Wonder Woman and Aquaman are fa- far, far and away vastly superior films than the other movies that we've seen. Um, and I know you're going to find offense to this, Wolfie, but WW84 is a piece of steaming garbage in a flaming, <laughs> in a flaming, oh my God. in a flaming bin. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Um, and and Suicide Squad was a mess. Um, Shazam is the outlier, obviously, out of all of them because it was an enjoyable film, but it's a different film. It didn't it didn't really reside in the DCEU. And so, like I said, I really really find it interesting. If we had just kind of kept on pace with the Snyderverse, that I think this would have paid off in a, in a lot of really, really good ways. Because like I said, Wonder Woman and Aquaman were really good films. And guess what? They were, they were part of the Snyderverse. And Snyder, they actually, Jenkins and, I, and James Wan, they went to Snyder and say, hey, what do you think? How do we go about this? They came out to, they, they were great films. So I, I mean... That, that's just what I got to say about that. You know, I, I, I agree with you um, on most of what you said. I don't necessarily agree with you on WW84. However, garbage. I don't think that it's I don't think that it was garbage for what it was. But I do think I do want to say this before we get into the discussion of <laughs> of the different characters in this, the different parts of this film. Mm-hmm. Um I do want to say this. That's that to me is my takeaway that I, I guess maybe I should add. To, to, to my thought earlier is that this was a better Wonder Woman movie than WW84. But to oh, me, yeah. it was also a better Aquaman movie than Aquaman. Wait, I think I, that I, Aquaman I, was portrayed better. I think Wonder Woman was portrayed better. Yeah. And these are films that this was all done five years ago. I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. But, but at the same time, Aquaman and Wonder Woman were not by any stretch of the imagination, bad films. They were really, really good. Yes, this was more a better representation because you got the guy who has right, that, right, right, right. Has that vision, has vision doing it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's another thing that at the MCU does really, really well, just to sidestep real. They have one guy, one vision. DC doesn't mm-hmm. have that. They had it with Snyder, and they yeah, they, yeah. they took it away. They just didn't trust him. Right, they just exactly. didn't trust him. Um, I... It, it, I, I want to get into discussion with the characters and I want to start with 
what I perceive as the main character of the film or what should have been the main character of the film mm-hmm. because I don't think that he ended up being the main character and that's Batman. Hmm. My biggest issue that I have with the film, my biggest issue that I have with the film is that Batman was rudimentary at best. He was, I I felt like the film did, did Superman justice, like comparing Snyder Cut versus Whedon. And, you know, I want everybody oh, to chime Superman in on this, but fantastic. I thought, right, I think Super, Superman was better. Cyborg, a billion times better. We're going to get into Cyborg because I think he's going to be the meat of this discussion. Can I, can I say um, something? Yeah. When you said the main character, I swore for a second you were going to say that Ray Fish's character, uh, Cyborg, was going to be the guy that you were talking about. I think that he, see, the thing is that, like, I believe that, and and again, we'll talk about this when we get to Cyborg, but I think that he became the main character, so to speak, but Mm -hmm. I don't think that he was intended to be. This is a film that started with Batman's vision of creating the JLA and ended with Batman's vision of what he sees the future of the JLA, you know, and it's all about like Batman trying to right the wrongs, but I don't think that it was shown properly. But like I said, this is better. Superman was done justice. Cyborg was done justice. Wonder Woman was much better. Aquaman was a billion times better than the fool that 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 we didn't made him look like. Yeah. Right. And Flash was insanely better. Right. But Batman, I think, was worse. Um, Jose, what do you? I, think? I'll answer that by asking you guys a question. What part in the movie do you guys remember where Batman did something really friggin' cool? Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. That's my issue. I think I think you can you can make a case that Batman is actually the weakest character in this film yeah. in both films to be honest but, you know I mean I mean I I agree with you there but he he still had his moment Well <laughs> his moment was bringing the bringing the group together That was like, kind of lame though Right but yeah. Hank, right All right so so here all right so here's the thing you know no 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 he's talking about like oh, yeah. the Batmobile scene where like you know where he goes in and and he's like basically the uh he's the tip of the spear for for the JLA's entrance into into the uh the, the main attack which is crazy but here's the thing every single one of the characters had their introduction moment right every single one of the characters had uh, like you know something cool that introduced them as as Aquaman well he got introduced as as Aquaman not as um as Arthur Curry but as Aquaman when he came through to save the day when when Wonder Woman was introduced, when Cyborg was introduced, when the Flash was introduced, they all had their moment. Batman didn't get his moment until the very end in the Batmobile scene, really. Yeah. And he was and and for me, I felt like the Batman in JLA is the um yeah, I, I, the, the he's he's the brains of the operation. He's he's the, the the smart man. He's the one that like does everything based on calculations. Yeah. And this one, he did everything based based on faith, which is so uncharacteristic. So I, I, that's yeah, how I mean, feel about Batman. It's like go he, ahead, he got. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like he got replaced uh, twice by Flash and then Cyborg. Honestly, because he didn't really. He didn't even really do much uh, other than like his tactical stuff, which but I I do agree with you there. It came like uh, what like to the end of yeah. the movie. I mean, yeah. that's that's my issue yeah. well, actually because <laughs> Batman's moments. All right, so Batman is supposed to be as we all know, and as we're all kind of waiting for in live action form, we're waiting for a Batman that has like the tactics, the strategy. He's got a plan that like is is 
well beyond what anybody else in the Justice League, Justice League can come up with. And that's why he's Batman. That's why he's kind of the leader. Superman's like the face and he's the leader, right? Because he comes up with all the plans. Where was the moment in this movie where he did something that didn't involve the Batmobile, the Bat tank, or guns? Which Batman isn't really like... Or guns, like, exactly. He's alien guns exactly. and he's like, okay, he's the alien gun master. Oh, Not really that cool. Where's Batman using like some cool gadget to maybe disable some of the parademons or to like stop, to actually even like physically take on Steppenwolf? He uses he uses weapons to take on Darkseid in the freaking comics, for Christ's sakes. Like he's got to be able to have something that he can bring to this that he thought up. He wasn't even he wasn't even the one he wasn't even the one that that created really that really came up with the plan to resurrect Superman. He just kind of jumped on the boat and like egged everyone on. It would have been one thing like I think that like they did a better job in the Whedon cut to show that like Bruce Wayne was the one that was the one the one that came up with that plan and this one they kind of took that away from him. So he doesn't even have that where he created he came up with this crazy idea that actually worked. Well, you know what I mean? Let me just say this. It, it's interesting that the the characters that we see the least or they're the least um you know important to the story are characters that we've seen before because superman we didn't see him until almost the third the third hour of the movie right he had right. if you, if you look at it superman had a very very small part in this movie he just shows up in like the last 30 minutes and and just well, other than the first stuff first four batman minutes of is him kind of that's batman that too but right but but Batman also has a similar thing, and I think, and maybe you guys could either agree or disagree with this. Batman already has his, had his introduction. He had his introduction in BVS. You had to make you had to make a, enough space, especially in this movie, to introduce Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Flash, yeah. and Cyborg. And I think that's why you have more of a focus on those characters, and both Batman and Superman, which are known quantities. Even though Wonder Woman did show up in in BVS, but everybody knows Batman. Everybody I understand knows that. Superman. I understand it's, that. I understand that. But the, the other four that you really, really have to flesh out in this movie, and that's the that's the only. And I'm not excusing it because everybody wants to see more Batman. Right. But but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. You can't say that like you don't have that time when you're also not making any kind of. You know, you're not leaving anything on the table. It's a, it's a, it's a four-hour film, so you have the time to flesh them out. And you could have just done, you you could have just done a, a simple, you know, um, a simple thing like you could have left even just a clip that was in the weeding cut of of Batman early with on the roof with uh, one of the uh, para Party. power troopers or whatever. Yeah, I forgot you know about I mean? that like, one because you can because you can at least like show him yeah. in the suit well, yeah, being Batman early on and right? then yeah, go yeah. into Bruce Wayne. With the dude from Mindhunter. Yeah, exactly. Eli? Yeah, I, I do agree with you there, but I think, I, I know this is, it's going to, but I, I think that Batman was mainly going to be intended for the second part of the movie. Like, I, I get the, yeah. yeah, because that's where you really get into the, the whole conflict between. And, and just know. just to bounce off of what Eli's saying, there was an event um, in Dallas over that started in March six, and there in that in that exhibit, um, they had uh, screenshots and and screenplay and storyboards of what Justice League two and Justice League two A was supposed to be about, and Batman did play a bigger role in those movies. So yeah. But I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. But I, then again, it's it's this is what happens when 
uh, you get you get a director's vision cut off, cut off right? Um, and I, I'm just going to bounce this off to... Yeah, um, I want to b- piggyback on Walt's point, actually, about what was, what was to come for Batman um, and kind of why I, to a certain extent, understood that Batman didn't get the spotlight in this movie, even though he still needed to do more than he did in my opinion, and I think in Wolfie's opinion as well, yeah. is that, um, and this is a spoiler for a movie that's never going to come out most likely, but, um, and it probably won't come out in this form because of this spoiler, really. Everybody knows that Batman was intended to be the sacrifice in the third Justice League movie, whether that was 2A or whatever else. He was going to die. Yeah, he was going to yeah, die fighting Darkseid, and he was going to make the sacrifice. Yeah, I'm and killing he was going to make the sacrifice that Superman made originally. He was going to go ahead and lay down on the grenade, so to speak, and um, this is sort of unrelated, but another thing that they were going to do is they were going to make uh, Superman and Lois Lane's son, which was hinted at in this movie. Uh, he was going to be the new Batman. Yeah. Right. He's going to be the new Easter Batman egg. Yeah. In this in this storyline. And, and believe it believe it or not, the original original script had the kid being Batman's son. Oh. And he he changed it. They yeah. changed it mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm. You know, originally Batman and Lois were going to get together during the time that Superman was gone, and that was kind of be that was going to be kind of what? like a rift. Um, yeah, it's going to be like a Pearl Harbor were, moment. Yeah, exactly. For Ben Affleck all over again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, in true in true WB, you know, they they weren't crazy about that. So it, yeah. it, it did become that it was Superman's son. A depowered Superman son that was going to be the new Batman. That's interesting. That would have been weird. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to make just just one point, one more point before we move on. It's just again, my thing was with the whole Batman thing is that like I think that I think that Ben Affleck had the chops to play a good Batman. I think that he was so good as Batman and BVS, even though BVS had a lot of issues in in general. The Batman portions of BVS to me were really really great. Um, and I think that you, you, you kind of like, if I'm comparing either the Whedon cut or the Snyder cut to BVS, the two Batmans just are not the same. And, and I think that we got more or, or something similar to the Superman in, 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 uh, in Man of Steel or, you know, BVS, but we didn't get the Batman mm-hmm. that we got from BVS. I feel like it's like. You know, like that's a, that's a letdown for Snyder me. You know what I mean? Or Whedon gave you know, us when it comes the full potential of Batfleck, personally. Yeah, right. So then, like, so so so. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that you didn't do justice to him and stuff like that. Can, can um, I say one thing? Um, watching the epilogue, who here wants to see a Batman versus Joker film? Especially at the, at the oh, you didn't like that scene at the very end. I did not. I did wow. not. I hated it. I, I hated it. I am surprised. I hated it. You want to know why I hated it? Why? Because Bruce Wayne and Batman are never that so like there's a difference between being um you know like emotional and being lost. He looks so like lost in his conversation with like the Joker that he he the Joker the Joker can like poke at Batman. Obviously that's what he does. He drives Batman crazy, but never to the point where where he makes Batman or Bruce Wayne feel weak so, and feel like I don't know, it, like I just I, to me just looks weak. But, and I really don't like Jared Leto as Joker. Okay, but here here's here's what it is, and this is gonna go back to what me and Jose were talking about. There's a reason why he's acting this way, and again, it all stems to this movie that we're never ever going to see. 
you know, and it all deals with Lois because you see he's he's prodding and prodding, uh, prodding and and poking at him, especially with yeah. Lois. There yeah. are there are things that were supposed to happen in Justice League Two and Justice League Two A that if we if the the audience in general if we did did see that movie that conversation would make a lot yeah. more sense, and I think it'll it'll kind of it'll kind of Make you change your Super mind. Super fast on that point thing. about about just to piggyback on what Walt said, what Walt said, and what what Wolfie said, I should say. Um, so I didn't love Jared Leto. I thought he was a lot better than he was in Suicide Squad. I still think the laugh is freaking terrible. Um, but what I did like, <laughs> what I did like <laughs> I from, from this movie, the moment that I did like that explains what Walt is talking about is that that line that he delivers to Batman that I think is the best line that Jared Leto delivers in this movie, where he says. How many people have died because you don't have the courage to just let yourself die? I think that's the reason mm-hmm. that that poking kind of works on Batman. Yeah, that exactly. that line was yes. absolutely amazing. I, I just understand. don't like the delivery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go from what I think was you know a a terrible portrayal of Batman to to now to now the the you know kind of justice right like we have legitimate justice being done in a in a few different ways for all the other characters and i wanted to start with superman um just because we got the superman that 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 was intended that was super cool super badass and i'm gonna throw this one over to aj because aj is a dc god over here (laughs) and i want to know what he thought of superman's portrayal it was I, again. I can't stress it enough. It was infinitely better. Like so good. It was so good. The, the, the fight at the at, at the at the memorial alone. Like my favorite part out of that whole thing has to be when Superman is very slowly flying over to Batman, and the Justice League or the Proto Justice League is like throwing themselves at him, and he's just like. Yeah, no, just get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I got to quickly say that, like, they did, I feel like they did probably the best job of showing Superman as a god than any other Superman iteration yeah. in this film. And I, like, just the way that he, like, you know, went at Steppenwolf and, and all, it, like, it just looked, like, so godly. And you know what else? I, I think this movie did a, the best job of showing Superman as a man also. And especially with all the other characters, maybe with the exception of Ray Fisher, but you know he had some of the most emotional moments in in the film, you know. And so, like you said, they they go from this godlike character, which they did a great and phenomenal job of showing him, but they also showed the human side of Clark Kent, you know, especially that that moment that he had both with Lois and martha at in the cornfield you know that i i love how they they did both in the same film and they were both like some of the high points of the film as well i mean i gotta say superman so superman i don't think superman was great um i think the characters characterization was much better again than the whedon version i think there were higher emotional moments i don't think they hit super hard because i don't think he has great chemistry with amy adams i gotta say and that's partially because i don't think they write lois lane very well Unfortunately, she doesn't have a lot to do. Um, and I think that that bothers me a little bit. But what I did love is this is the first time that you've ever seen. And we actually know not the first time, but it's done much better in this one that you've ever seen Superman have fun kicking somebody's butt. 
which Superman does all the time in the comics, right? When he knows he can yeah. beat somebody, yeah. he's not like a jerk about it, but he does have a little fun with it. He does taunt. It's almost like the opposite of One Punch, one punch Man, where he's so bored. Superman has fun. As long as he knows nobody's going to get hurt. Get hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he does that in this movie, and I think that that's great. That moment with Steppenwolf trying to hit him with his axe and him just blocking it with his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And then just blowing it cold. Not impressed. It was just like it was just like cool. You're not. A, cool. It was like yeah. you're not a god. That was this cool is a god. Stuff at the end. I thought it was much better. But I will say I didn't understand the choice, even though it was very cool for him to wear the black suit. I didn't get it in this movie. I just thought it was it looked cool. Well, to begin with, that's just generally the suit he uses, right? When but in the in the comic, it has a purpose, right? Yeah, right? The black yeah. suit. It's not just yeah. a cool suit. It it yeah. helps him. Re- regenerate his power, which they maybe hint at in this movie, but they don't give us a, an explicit reason, which I think would have made the black suit hit a little harder. Only, only the nerds know. Yes. Only the no- nerds know, right? Now, I'm not a DC or Superman nerd, but I do believe that he regenerates his power by like soaking yeah. up the power mm-hmm. of the but sun. The, but the yep, the right? black suit yeah. may, helps him absorb up, right? the power of the sun faster because it's black, I guess. Because it's black, right? Yeah, because exactly. it's black, which is why as soon as he put on the suit, he flew up right into the mm-hmm. pa- the, the the side of the to sun. His, you know, yeah. it, it makes sense. I'm missing Even the, though it wasn't explicitly explained. It makes sense. I'm missing oh, the mullet. Oh, I, I, I do. <laughs> I do have to say, I am, oh I am god, the oh, mullet. god, that was terrible. I love, terrible. All the different Superman costumes that popped up in the ship, including the Kryptonian like Zod like <laughs> armor that they showed before I, he chose I, the yeah, black exactly. Yes, I cool. do, I do like that moment. That was one of those moments. See, that's the thing. Like that was one of those moments for me for super from a, the Superman standpoint, where like he's like going through basically his own history. He's like walking through all these like costumes. They're opening up. It's like yeah. it's like the, the the ship was recognizing that he's there. They're opening up to him. So hey, this is who you are. Accept it, embrace it. And he sees the black suit and he's like, "Ooh, I haven't seen this one. Let me put this one on." It reminded you me. You know what I mean? It was like you know. It reminded it, me of that thing cool. in Batman where it's like, "Does this come in black?" Cool. Yeah, with the audio <laughs> of, of Jor El and of so, uh, Pa Kent. Oh, that was so great! Kind that was so cut. Oh, so good. So Being good. overplayed with Pop like Jorel and 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 uh, and what's his first name? And, uh, and, and yeah, Papa Kent. You know what I mean? I I think like, it was just so yeah. cool to see both both of his fathers and the. The, the wisdom being imparted into him. It's like, I almost feel like this is the moment. Like, that moment was when he finally, you know, fully became mm-hmm. Superman and Clark Kent fully without, like, the weight of the world on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think which is why fun. Which is why it would have led to something great with the with the sequels when he broke down and became exactly. evil Superman. I think this was a great setup for that. And, and Better than Batman's what, setup. And that's why I... I've always thought that Snyder was deconstructing Superman to build him back up to what we we know <laughs> Superman to be, and I, I think I think the fans just couldn't hold on long uh, enough to Zach see Snyder that. Snyder also you loves know? the Injustice video games. I think we have to say that too, because that he's definitely influenced by it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, yeah, like honestly, there's there's, <laughs> there's there's also obviously you know not not only did they make Superman so much better, they did make. Well, not even like make Superman so much better. This next character, he was already made super cool. They just cut him out. I don't understand how this happened. Yeah. And and obviously we're talking about Cyborg, Ray Fisher's Cyborg. And I wanna know, I wanna know, I wanna know if Eli what Eli thought about Cyborg. This to me is super super probably the most important part of this podcast is whether Eli thought Cyborg was 
corny or not. <laughs> what? I agree. No, he... I, I just need to know. This is the thing. I was I was so afraid. I was so afraid that like Eli would be like, I don't know. Yeah, Sapper was like, just they, corny. The, the, is the stuff that they added like so much better than the the junk we got in the weed and cut? I mean, I'm kind of leading you with that question, but way there, there was no junk in the weed and cut because he wasn't even in the weed and cut. Yeah, seriously. Like the most important aspect of this team, yeah. especially given who they're fighting. The most important yeah. aspect of this story. Yeah. So, Eli, Eli, what did you think? Go, Eli. I Corny. thought Corny. that Corny. he was awesome. He was honestly awesome. His importance. Yes. All right. Was finally, can, can we can we can we let's mark, mark this? this? Yes, we yes, have to mark, mark this right here. Timestamp this. Okay, we need to we need to make sure that like for the first time ever, he did not have a corny opinion about anything specifically. Eli, mm-hmm. welcome to adulthood. Mm-hmm. I just gave him a high five. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well, Eli, what, what was your favorite part with Cyborg? What do you think was what was the best parts of it? I think. There were so many good parts. I don't know. Uh, probably like when he was like uh inside like the the brain thing yes. where he was like oh when he was he separating was the mother boxes. Head, yeah, because kind of, honestly. Or... Oh no no. Okay, yeah. Be... No, when he was in the unity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in it. In like the yeah. The three mother boxes. Yeah, because I I think that just really shows how they they made a character evolve in one movie. Which generally it takes like at least a couple of movies, so I I just found that completely amazing, and his importance, like I said, really showed in this movie. He played a huge role, and it's one of my yes. favorite characters from the DC. Yes, See, I, yeah. I I have to agree that the way that they characterized him in this movie is incredible. My one of my favorite parts was when he was discovering the depth of his powers. I thought that was the best way I've seen any animated or live medium show you how Cyborg's powers work. It was so cool to see him in his head. That scene that we saw in the trailer where he like launches the nukes with the wave of a hand, the scene where he gives that woman like the the money, the poor woman, because he feels sorry for her and he can control the banking systems, Mm -hmm. like all that stuff. I thought that was great. And I'm not saying he's necessarily better than these two characters rolled together, but I thought his introduction in this movie the way that Zack Snyder handled it was better than Spider-Man and Black Panther and Civil War put together. The way that he introduced Ray Fisher's cyborg in this movie. Um, and I think, we've already kind of said it, it's criminal that Joss Whedon cut this out of the movie. Even, even if you took some of this material, and of course like his, his interactions with his father, Silas also, are much better. In the Whedon cut, they're, again, basically non-existent. I kind of hated the character Silas in the Whedon cut. He seemed like just more of a selfish jerk. He is more of a father figure to him in this one, even if it's a conflicted one. I thought it was great. Um, and I mean, just I think I didn't even know that Ray Fisher could act. I've never seen him in anything besides this. He was he's so good. He's he an amazing so actor. Good. I really think he's the best actor in he this is. movie. Like at least maybe not, maybe not yeah, all around, yeah, yeah. but I, at I least think in so. this movie, his performance absolutely outshines everybody else. I, I, I would actually, I would go as far as to say that he definitely, like, went above and beyond yeah. all the, the entire cast when it came to acting. He Personally, did. I think that, like, Ezra Miller kind of came in the close second too. when it came mm-hmm. to, like, acting chops, you know? Um, but he definitely, like, he, he was able to convey emotion, all a range of emotions, anger, sorrow, um, uh, accomplishment, acceptance, you know? Um, and going to, to, to your point about Silas... 
I think that like they did an amazing job of um, showing that one little storyline of like the son that's just not forgiving the dad for any of his past sins and the father just always trying, even just trying, even with just a recorder and, 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 um, uh, Victor Cyborg just giving up on that by crushing the recorder and then after the death in that moment realizing that oh my god I'm not going to have a chance to actually have a relationship now with him even though we didn't see him wanting that at all throughout the film like just in that moment seeing that emotion and then seeing him like remake the recorder and listening to his father's voice as his father and he, and, and the advice I believe we got that in the epilogue um, I think that right there was probably one of the most powerful so, scenes in the entire Interesting film. thing for me. Oh, I'm sorry. And then I, I think AJ wanted to say something was mentioned. And I'm sorry. I really want to make this quick point to pick back on that. Oh, well, no. You you guys kind of covered Did it we? already. Okay. So it's all good. I'm sorry. The Silas thing. I want to talk about that scene very quick because I thought that it was executed really well. My only gripe is I think that the death was too early. And I think it was a little wasted of Silas. Because I, I feel like it was a weird I feel like it was a weird contrivance really? that he would understand that what they would need is to be able to find that thing. Like I kind of get it, but like that he would immediately be like, All right, the best thing that I can do is shoot this thing with a laser right now and kill myself so that they could get the heat of it and the radiation of it and detect later using Batman's equipment to find this mother box a little bit later. I thought it was slightly contrived and I thought it would have been really, really cool to see him slightly rebuild his relationship a little bit more, Victor and Silas. And then kill him off in the second movie in some really interesting way. He's still connected to the mother box. The mother box is still there. Maybe he could be somebody that kind of helps with the anti-life equation and the understanding of that since he understands these kind of objects. I mean, it wasn't a bad scene, but I think it would have been better if they had pushed that death back a little bit. Just my, my thoughts. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh uh, 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 what, what? <laughs> I think we were going to throw it to someone and then like that someone well, just AJ, like disappeared AJ off the face mind. of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> uh. AJ just changed his mind. So, um, okay. So, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't want to harp on it. I think that the placement of the death mm-hmm. was, was perfectly fine because it, you know, it, it translated to the third act. Essentially his death was the end of the second act. Mm-hmm. And it gave us the, uh, the driving motivation for cyborg to actually, um, try to save the planet, yeah. you know. So, and, uh, and willing but, to sacrifice you know, himself to do it. Yeah, exactly. And not, and not just. And the other thing too is that I do I do like how like uh, um, they they made it not a a I I got killed by Steppenwolf or by the Mother Box. It's a actual sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know. It could have easily been like, oh, my God, this whole thing ended up killing my dad. Now I got to kill Steppenwolf because of that. No, No, it's that his dad chose to sacrifice, chose the higher purpose to now be the example for Cyborg. So um, I like how they did that. Um, I agree. So if if, so, so I do want to talk about like just really quickly on the cyborg weed and relationship. You know, it's a little bit controversial. There's stuff going on, I think, legally. Right. Like, is there some sort of legal, legal stuff going I think on? It's between uh, them? internal company stuff. Mm-hmm. I think he's put. He's been pushing for for Joss Whedon to be investigated, and I think somebody at WB is also alleging they block. Yeah, Walter Walter Hamada. Hamada, He's calling for him to be, right. to be taken. Yeah, 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 to resign because he says that he blocked the investigation. He was one of the people that enabled Joss Whedon to kind of cut him out the movie and yeah. all this other stuff because. You know, because the thing is, like, to be honest with you, it, it really doesn't make sense when when the majority of his scenes were already shot. How do you cut out such good material? 
Yeah. You know, like if you think about it, his material was cut out for the story that made absolutely no sense in the Whedon cut with the uh, the the family the in family. the, the feel, Russian family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I mean, none of that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the issue that I have. Like it, it like now that I see like you know it's one of those things where like you know an actor like I could I'm not saying that I do I don't know any actors I'm not in the acting business but you know like you have like a certain assumption from like acting stereotypes that you know let's say an actor scenes get cut and they kind of take it personal and this that, and the other and you just maybe never really know how good the scenes were the, we finally got to see the proof of how good his scenes were and we and he has every right to be upset as as, as he is this is not like a, it just no really makes no sense it's yeah. not a good look for for Whedon. it's, it's not it's, good for i don't i don't see how he could be hired by anyone at this point point. And, and you know what it opened Personally. up the floodgates because now everybody from any anybody from buffy and angel and and you know right. avengers in between the they're thing. all coming out yes. you know so really it, oh yeah absolutely oh, wow. so this this is not a good look you know it's like what what wolfie said you hear about it, but then to actually see it—I mean, this, yeah, this yeah. you could probably use this as evidence in his trial if there ever there was would, one, well, because clearly, no. I mean, he's no, being I, tried I, in the court of the public. Yeah, opinion, right, exactly. So. There's, there's never going to be an actual trial, but I'm just, I'm kind of like, you know, uh, yeah, bring yeah, it yeah, out yeah. there. But it's like you see this, and you have to say, dude, something has to be personal about this because yeah. every other character got their day except yeah. for you. What yeah, exactly? I mean, happened? I, I feel like yeah, this is just theorizing, and if th- these allegations against Joss Whedon all prove to be false, I'll be the first person to apologize publicly on the podcast and say like, "Hey, everybody, Joss Whedon is totally cool. Leave the man alone." But it almost seems like Ray Fisher is one of the people that became most resistant to Joss Whedon's kind of like being a jerk on set. Maybe because he didn't have much to lose; he wasn't super famous yet. I really don't know. And maybe that's why Joss Whedon cut out his scenes because he's like, this guy's resistant to what I want and he's talking back to me. Nobody else does that. I'm going to take his scenes out of the movie just because, even though they were gold. Because, again, like there's a lot of other good scenes in the movie that Zack Snyder added, but there's there's by far more great material that he removed featuring Cyborg. There's just a huge amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so... Another character that they made uh, a ton better, um, just in the representation. I I do feel like I need to kind of go back and actually suffer and watch the weed and cut just to kind of see the comparison. Okay. Uh, but Wonder Woman, I think, is is another character that again just got like made and displayed so much better. Um, one thing that I will say is I think that Wonder Woman that this was a better version of Wonder Woman than what we saw in WW eighty four. But another thing is that I actually think. That WW84 is better because of the Snyderverse, what? the Snyder cut. Hold on, hold on, hear me out. Coming out at this time. Because now, see, I don't see WW84 coming out after JLA. I look at this as WW84, the precursor to the Snyder cut. Because look at this one. In this film, she is she's she doesn't have her her the burden you know, of her past lover. She's accepted. She looks way more super. She looks way more, you know, just more coming into herself and stuff like that. And I feel like it's almost like WW84 kind of sets up the Wonder Woman in this film, Uh, even though this film technically came out 
you know, five years ago. So. I kind of agree uh, with you there, honestly. Uh, no. Uh, it, 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 it really does. Look, I'm from serious. The house. It makes sense. Get out. No. What? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> you're banned from the house. I'm serious. You're going to tell me that it doesn't make sense? Like, like if obviously, if if the Whedon Cut never came out and we saw WWE 84, it's a mediocre film, maybe one that you hate, but it sets up the Wonder Woman in this film. Wonder, listen, I, I can watch the Snyder Cut, and not watch WW84 at all, and I'll still be fine with what, what we see over here. I don't need one. Absolutely. Wonderful, Absolutely. But, but Absolutely. Wonder Woman 80, 84, it exists to serve no purpose whatsoever. There is, there is, nothing, there is nothing there that, that I find compelling enough to say, you know what? Now, when I watch... Any future iteration of Wonder Woman, now it makes sense. There is nothing there. You could give me just the original Wonder Woman, and it still makes sense with the character that we saw in this four-hour movie. You give me WW84, that does nothing to further that character. In this I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you, you're absolutely right. You know what WW84 does to further my understanding of the character? Um, it actually confuses me more as to when Wonder Woman actually learned how to fly. When? Yes. Was it in too. Wonder Woman 1984? Because she, she never flew in Batman vs. Superman, and she didn't fly in the first Wonder Woman. So I know the timeline still kind of line up, but like that's that, that's true. I understand that. that. I understand that. But they also but they also never showed her needing help, right? Like they didn't show her like Aquaman, like he needed to be grabbed and like flown somewhere. That, so that there I is plausible like deniability. Reason, but that was also in the Whedon cut. I'll explain that, I guess, when we get to Aquaman. It's a minor gripe, but it's still a bit of a gripe. Um, I think Wonder Woman is marginally better, but at the same time, I also think that she was one of the characters that could have benefited from more cuts. And here's why. We got her introduction in Batman vs. Superman. We didn't need the same action scene, basically, again, that introduced her in Batman vs. Superman to introduce her in this one. That, like, her, like, saving people and, like, trying to hide it in a way. I thought that was mm-hmm. silly. I thought it was unnecessary. I thought we could have introduced her in a more intellectual way, the way that we started to introduce her midway through the movie, where she was the one who was deciphering all the stuff that was going on with Dark Side. And I also will say that one of the things that I definitely wouldn't cut is related to Wonder Woman. I absolutely loved the first action scene with the the Themyscarans, with the with Wonder Woman's brethren. I thought that action scene was great. Oh, I thought it was cool. His sisters, sisters, excuse me, yes, sisters. not brother, not his yeah. brother, not her brother, but her yes. family, basically her people. I thought that action scene was great. I thought that the way that they showed how much they were willing to sacrifice was awesome. The way that, like, even like that, those little details, like when they they broke the, they like uh, closed down the walls to that that chamber to where the where the mother yeah. box was kept, mm-hmm. and they yeah. instead yeah, of yeah. leaving the chamber, the Themyscarans slid into the chamber as the door closed like we're gonna make sure that none of these freaks get out and like do anything even if it means that we die so that was great it was very yes. 300s it was so very 300s and of course it's Zack snyder so i love that because they didn't like obviously like i think that like the difference between uh snyder and whedon's version of the themiscarans the women sorry the, Amazon, the Amazons, the Amazons, and so I think yeah. that like Amazonians, right? I think that the the way that we didn't present them was a little bit more feminine versus Zack Snyder showing them a little bit more, in the more like warriors. I definitely like Patty Just, Jenkins' version better, where they actually know. had full armor and didn't have a friggin' midriff for some reason. I think that's still kind of stupid. Nobody yeah. would wear armor like yeah. that. It's silly. 
Mm. But it's still it was definitely way better because the other thing that you notice is that Whedon definitely cast models to be the Amazonians. Zack Snyder cast athletes, MMA women, you know, like women who play basketball, like real badass women to be the Amazonians, right. which is yes mm-hmm. pays off. I gotta say though that one line that this is one of the best lines I've ever heard from like any kind of warrior thing. It's like you know we go like. Uh, show them your fear, and they go, like, "We have no fear." I was like, was "Oh man, that's that's such a dope line." I was like, "Dude, I want every single one of my students at the dojo to like, I want them to chant that when 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 we got people like visiting <laughs> the dojo." You know what I mean? Like that was, and it was just such an awesome response mm-hmm. to uh, Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf uh, saying like, "We're gonna prey on your fear." You know what I mean? It's just such a dope way that they did this and and it did this with them. But going back to Wonder Woman, um. What about, I mean, AJ, Eli, like, did you guys feel like she was better? Yeah. Did you like her better? I feel I feel like she was a lot better. Like, um, at least in this one, um, and I'm going to just say this really quick. I have little to no memory of the original Justice League that came out theatrically. Yeah. Like, they had oh, to wait. point out things that I... Clearly should have remembered, but just like he did I not remember the family on it. He did not Why remember the family at yeah, all. Like that. Really? At all. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. You know, like, like, you know, take that as a good thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do got a quick question going back to like what you said about like her introduction to the back. Was that not in the, which was that not in the weeding um, cut? With Wonder Woman's introduction it with was. like the terrorists and stuff, no, I don't it think was. So. it was. That. The only it difference, was. yeah, it was. Is, um, okay, it was when oh, she yeah. killed uh, Roose Bolton by at the end of this cut by like, yeah, 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 yeah. With mm-hmm. the gauntlets. yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> she didn't do that in the Whedon cut. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay. I love that. I love that <laughs> right. scene after where it's like the smoke is coming out from the explosion, and then the hat just you, goes. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, we don't want to show you that she killed the one, but, you know, this is like, the only thing that has survived. In front of, like, a group of children. Like, I get Wonder Woman is, like, a total and then she turns around and then she turns around to do her like like I'm the role model like hi you can you can you can grow you can up to be whatever you want to be too. including a superhero killer yeah but back to what I was saying about her having more to do I kind of like that she had that whole sequence where it's like oh so we're in trouble and using the the arrow to like okay I need the infomercial uh, what what do we got and basically, it's those. It's that really cool sequence where she's like in that chamber, and she's looking at the past and like, "Hey, these guys came here before, and this is the guy that, that was led a good them. sequence. Like, that was a good prepared. sequence. Mm-hmm. She that, brought that, us that, that was a really. I, I like that she had that type of thing to, to like. You I know, want to talk about that that sequence. That was, that at was some point one of the too, things she did. I'll let I'll let uh, the next one go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um. Oh, oh God! Okay. The corny came back. So, no, oh, no, oh God! No, no. Corn, the corn it's, is back. It's not corny, person. I'm still waiting for it. I'm still waiting for. <laughs> it's gonna come. I I will tell you that. So I mean, yeah. But um, she she was really good in this movie. I I really liked uh as uh Jose said the intellectual side of her. Yep. But I I really felt some. I felt that there was a lack of Wonder Woman. In this movie, honestly, and I I felt like interesting. I, I I don't know. I just felt like 
she was just there for like a part for parts of the movie. I kind of get it. There. I think what you're th- what you might be saying, in my opinion, which is uh, kind of speaks to what I said, is that a lot of what she did in this movie doesn't or says in this movie isn't super impactful. But but um, kind of at the the same time, she's still only exposition in some of the scenes that she's in. She's she's telling not showing, which you do need a certain amount of that, but I think mm-hmm. she does it a little bit too much and doesn't do enough butt kicking. Yeah. But I think I think that that goes back to my earlier point where we've already seen Batman, we've already seen Superman, we've already seen Wonder Woman. Yeah, I was going to say know, that too. We need to really focus on these other characters and explain yeah. who they are. We don't need them to be, you know, first and foremost in front of the entire film, you know. The only reason why I brought her up is because she doesn't she doesn't play a huge role in the second part. Well, she she does in in the sense that you know, she she and Aquaman are kind of holding their own with um Steppenwolf, oh, okay. you know. So yeah. There, there is yeah. that, you know, you have the two really accomplished warriors of the group, you know, going toe to toe with right. Steppenwolf. And she is one of the so. people that's uh-huh. instrumental in convincing the entire group to uh, that that somehow well she's kind of like I'm sorry I should say it this way she's the the moral compass for the idea of bringing Superman back she kind of sees everyone's side she's a yeah. little more I think on the side of not doing it but she still understands where Batman is coming from in that sequence so that makes her important there yep okay yep mm, I don't know I don't know I if that's accurate because <clears throat> there was there was the I mean there was the point where she was you know again in her dialogue with Aquaman saying that like. She was on the side of like we needed Superman. We had this right. was the right choice. Mm-hmm. You know, Aquaman was like, I told you, like you know, she was more. It seemed like she was more well, on the well, side. Well, I think of initially she had reservations back. though, didn't she? Like she was one of the people that was like, I don't know if we should bring him him back. Like there was she, there was like some sort of almost. I mean, I don't know, re- re- respectful tug of war. Like the only person I, I think maybe the manner the manner in which they were bringing him back was was yeah. probably the issue. Yeah. But, you know, she was always, she was always kind of like, you know, there's only really one person that really can handle this situation. And he's the reason why um, these guys haven't been here before, because you know what, the minute that Superman died, that's when they, they started invading. As long as he was here, it was kind of hands off. though he was there for about 30 years. And what did they do before that? But, yeah, well, you know, but hey, listen, he wasn't I was about to say, why didn't Darkseid or anybody else do anything <laughs> so, before he was Superman? Well, we can we can talk about that because I think you, Jose, had a had a real issue with why he never came back. I do, and initially I had that issue also, but AJ kind of explained it. But we can talk about that when we speak about both Darkseid and Steppenwolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so we only got a couple guys left on the team to talk about, and because we were just talking about like uh, you know uh, Wonder Woman and her relationship and the dialogue and stuff like that with Aquaman. Um, let's talk about Aquaman. I, I, I think Aquaman is another, another character, which I think that this movie made so much better just by cutting, just by trimming some of the fat. They didn't like add too much. They just took away a lot of the stuff that kind of made him look like a fool, look comical. Like I, I always hated the scene where he's like, uh, right before they go, they go out. That he's like all of a sudden telling the truth and getting emotional. And it's because he has like the lasso around his ankle or sitting on it. I don't remember exactly, but that always kind of it. It, it seemed condescending or, or rather to demean him, you know. And they took that out, and and just by taking that out and making him the character 
that um um i actually he to me he felt like a lot more like marvel's namor you know what i mean just like really the kind of the antagonist of the group like doesn't want to be the team player and wants to like play on on the 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 wants to be the devil's advocate to every kind of conversation you know what i mean i think this, uh, just just really quick i think this version of aquaman um is is a version that you can actually see him becoming king of atlantis the the whedon version the the surfer dude there is no way in hell that you want him on the throne of Atlantis. This one here, he has more of a regality to him, even though even though he's a dark, yeah. darker mm-hmm. version. But yet, you you never at once at any time in the movie think that he's a fool. In the right. Whedon version, there were plenty of times where he was like Paulie Shore. You know, it, it's just it was right. super yeah. annoying yeah. to be honest, because eventually you know that this guy is going to ascend at one point to the to the throne ship of Atlantis. And you're saying this is the guy I, it made yeah. no sense. I, um, before, before I throw it to Jose though, real quick, just again, like this is, this is another example of like, to me this, and, and I don't know, like, I, I know that you say that like Aquaman was a great movie. I thought it was a good movie. I don't think it was a great movie because Aquaman still as a movie still made him feel to me, didn't make him feel as like regal godly, you know, um, the way that this one did. I, I say, you know? I say, and, great movie in the DC way of things. You know, okay, I, and, not, and that not, I totally understand. Yeah, not great as in this is one of the top ten superhero movies of all time. Right, 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 right. Great, no, in I understand. That, that. Yeah, great in the DC frame of of their universe. Right. You know, and but I I still think that this was a better Aquaman movie than Aquaman itself. Listen, the, Jose? most of the characters... Oh, that yeah. was, I agree. That was a passive-aggressive yeah. great. No, no. Like, this was a good movie for DC. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, I feel the same way. Remember, Jose, I was telling you that like I have like a certain lower bar of expectation don't. for DC I films. Actually don't. We'll get to that. You but, know? Like, so Aquaman, better, yes. I would disagree that it's a lot better. I'm, I might go far enough to agree that it's a slightly better Aquaman movie. Um, to Walt's point and to, to Wolfie's point, I I didn't hate the scene in the Whedon cut where he has that like weird moment where he gets emotional and all that stuff. But I see why it was unnecessary because it makes him look like an emotional oaf and he's not really like emotionally stupid. He's just the kind of person that says what needs to be said. He's very willing to be emotionally honest. Can I, can, but yeah. Can I also say one thing about that that scene? That scene also shows how how... Whedon really doesn't have a lot of respect for the character of Wonder Woman because it was, it was the meaning not only yeah, in, in so the hot. sense of the Aquaman point, but it, right, exactly that you know, that is your takeaway of Wonder Woman is that she's so hot that it kind of, it kind of informs you of the way Whedon thinks yeah. as well. In this one, so, but in this I'll, one, I'll he has chemistry with Wonder Woman, but it's a different kind of chemistry. It's not necessarily romantic. It's they have a, a mutual respect. And it's also, yeah, because, yeah, but also, it's also mm-hmm. like, uh, it's adversarial, right? Because they, they have the backstory in this one of the relationship between Atlantis and Themyscira, where they, they freaking hate each other in the comics. They're always at each other's throats in the comics. So they yeah, put that in there and they make it more interesting in this than it was in the other cuts, which is good for Aquaman. But Aquaman, Aquaman really doesn't care. Yeah, he, he, I, he right. even said mentioned so it. Himself. He was like, yeah, I hate them just you know, as much as you yeah, do. Yeah, I, I, this whole thing with Atlantis and Themyscira, eh, whatever. 
that that was kind right. of his takeaway with that. But at le- it, it introduces that because at the very least, we would have gotten that that adversarial relationship. We might still get that it in war. Flashpoint because that's a big part of the Flashpoint movie. Yeah. Um, he had much mm-hmm. better action scenes in this movie. I gotta say, okay, so this is to me. There's I want to say this about there's two scenes in this movie that kind of show you what the thing is that I don't like about Zack Snyder. Okay. Um, so when we get to the flash, like I said, I'll describe his scene, this scene with Aquaman that I didn't like that to me was indulgent crap. I'm sorry to put it that way, but it was indulgent crap. Did we really need the whole freaking song from those Icelandic women when Aquaman was leaving at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, right? <laughs> what the heck? I do was agree that, with you on that, that one. That was totally yeah. unnecessary. Yeah, I think that was that was, that was a waste. Well, that, to me, that's that was like definitely the a waste. Where Zack Snyder sometimes thinks he's a little more clever than he <laughs> actually is, and I think that it's fun for him to lean into but, the fact that he loves freaking comic books and that allegory is part of it. But he shouldn't highlight the allegory so much, and he shouldn't highlight the like little artsy weird moments. Yeah, you don't. You don't think he was kind of highlighting the culture of of the Icelandic no. people on? on I don't that think one? so. I don't think so because I think if he were, he would have he would have highlighted I, um, a couple of other things in the bar instead of just focusing on the conversation between between Batman and and, and you know. So I think that that scene was. I think the whole the, the most of the scene was actually good. But I think that just doing stuff like that is like it was silly indulgence that just isn't necessary. It was overall. You know, I think that it's I think that it's one of those scenes that like he probably filmed and maybe intended to cut, but because of the current circumstances, he's just like there's he's basically maybe. like no deleted maybe. scenes. Everything yeah, maybe putting he just everything to show there, you know I mean? <laughs> every contribution. But that being said, yeah. that being said. See, if this was just an Aquaman movie, it would have been perfect. It would have been great. I like. I would love to have seen an Aquaman movie that's kind of in the Snyderverse, where it's a little bit darker, a little bit more on the Icelandic uh, kind of Slavic, and you know all that kind of culture and whatnot. Would have been great. So it just didn't fit for this yes. film. Mira was you know better I mean? though. Also, Mira was so better like if it, like. It, Mira was better. I also I like her a hair better. Character. <laughs> I just again, I just I, mean, I, I just think that like there's a ton better, but more than um, enough. If we, if it is, anybody else have any other points on on Aquaman? Let's get to Flash. Let's get, let's get to the Flash. Yeah, let's get to the Flashpoint. AJ, you are the DC Wikipedia. Can you tell me if the Flash was good or not? I thought that he was so much better. Oh yes. Um, but I will say this real quick though. I I I don't necessarily like that they cut the scene of. Batman, uh, like kind of guiding the Flash and kind of being that father figure of like Flash not wanting to, I don't know what to do. I'm not, a, I'm not a superhero. This and he's like, just save people. Like I kind of like that scene, just because it it it, it still it showed Batman yes. being a leader, a team leader, and it showed okay. Flash. Like that was the moment that Flash went from being like I'm this kid that has powers to I'm this kid that saves people's lives yeah, on purpose. It helps fix one of the things I mean? that I really I um, get that. Go ahead. It helps fix one of the things that, that I really didn't I like mean, about both versions, but it helped make it a little bit better. But AJ, finish your point, and then I'll get to it when we get around to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, I mean, I get what you're saying there, but at the same time, I like that they also explored, you know, his actual father. Uh, a lot more. Not Bart Allen. Oh my God. Um, Henry Allen. Yes, Henry Allen. Sorry, brain fart. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of just like that. That whole, like, especially once I like how they did. Like, here's where here's where we were then. 
and then at the end of the movie, yeah. here's where we he was are. in the the Whedon cut, but he's barely like, in it. Right, and, and right. He's a good actor too. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he only had the one, one scene, one right? And he had two. <laughs> he had. Oh wait, yeah. In the Whedon, yeah, I was mm-hmm. probably just like. And Billy Crudup is a good actor, yeah. so from from Watchmen, remember he was Doctor Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So, as far as the Flash goes, um, you know, like exploring his 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 powers, exploring, uh, um, kind of, you know, getting the glimpse of what's it called the uh, the Flash speed force, speed force, the speed force. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that that was like he. I I would say that he very obviously had the most crucial moment in the movie. Him and him and Cyborg. everything just like towards him and Cyborg were like somewhat, somewhat equal. Well, him and Cyborg, Cyborg was yes, the one right. that had to understand it. Right, and Flash see, was the one that actually did that thing at the end that that saved the day. Right, see, mm-hmm. but like, but Cyborg, but Cyborg didn't like. They ended up not accomplishing their goal, right? Like the unity actually happened. The 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 the, the catastrophe, you know, happened, and Flash saw everything happening, and he was like. I need to fix this right now. And he's like, I just need to be faster than the speed of light. Just need to be faster than the speed of light. And then he goes. And like that, I feel like the entire budget of the <laughs> film was spent in that one scene. So, um, but I do not necessarily understand the speed force. So that's why I'm going to AJ. Yeah. Like, so here's the thing. Well, I'm not going to go into the whole history of the speed force, but basically it's cliff notes, cliff notes, cliff notes. It allows him to go at superhuman speeds and do much more. For instance, if he goes fast enough, he can go back in time. And in this, you see him employing a miniaturized version, a very, very miniaturized version of Flashpoint, where it's basically, okay, I got to break the rule. What's the rule? Going back in time. He actually did it twice, though, in that movie. He did it twice, but not to this extent. Yeah. The, the first time was a couple of seconds. The yeah. other time was like a couple of minutes. The the flash, all yes. every minute yeah. counted. The, the cool flashpoint sort of reference that I like was just like in Flashpoint, he kind of gets that cut on his leg when he's about to like, when he has to run super fast to kind of hobble him. Remember in Flashpoint, just before he basically runs back to fix everything yeah. again, um, and it's kind of mm-hmm. cool how he had that little weakness for that moment just in this movie in the same way where he had to push past physical pain to to get to a speed that he'd never even been to before. Incredible shot by that parademon who it took him what, like 15 shots before he actually got <laughs> There's no way he would have hit a man. So. Parademons are basically like stormtroopers. Sometimes they get the hit, sometimes well, listen, they don't. Listen, not for nothing. That guy was good because he actually, <laughs> yeah. he actually got him. faster so. than the speed of light or close to it, whatever it was at that point. He actually got him. <laughs> so... Give it that parademon a... Yeah, he should get a medal from, from Darkseid when he gets back home, even though he probably didn't get back home because they're all dead. So Flash. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, Let me say... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Is, is you any, have a point to make over here? No, I was going to ask, like, like is anybody... Questions? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm totally way more excited now to see yes. Flashpoint. You know, uh, I think like, I am. I'm still not. I am. Yeah. No, and, and not 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 because I don't want to see Flashpoint as a movie. I just think it's way too early for this. You know, yeah. I th- I think I think Flashpoint should be something that you have it once you have a well established DC universe. Yes. Not the thing that happens right after you introduce him. That that's my problem with the Flashpoint movie. Mm. I want to see the Flashpoint yes. movie. I I'm I, we've actually had Flashpoint in the CW verse. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, the are you talking about yeah. the show? We're talking about the show, right? Yeah. The CW work. And I do want to see it in the theater. I just don't want it this early. I, I think you need to flush out your characters. I think you have to have a connection with your characters before you decide to change them all again. Exactly. because That's, that's my problem what, with that. That's what makes Flashpoint like such an amazing story because you already have this baseline of the universe and you're so well accustomed to it that once you actually get to Flashpoint, it's like, what the hell is this bizarro world? And, and especially in in this this cinematic universe that we have, it's like a Frankenstein of a universe because yeah. you have the first the first half, which was one vision, and now this next vision of this universe is totally fractured because they even admitted they're not they're not interconnected in any real way. They're just telling stories. So then, what's the point of Flashpoint then? The whole point of Flashpoint is that you're dealing with characters that you've you've grown to love over a series of films, and now you're going to say that there's going to be this one seminal event that's going to change the universe forever. Right now, we don't have a universe to care about. Yeah, I mean, here's here's that's the major gripe that I have with the movie. Okay, and it's been said before. The cyborg film coming before this would have had that much more of an impact. Because honestly, you take some of Cyborg's stuff out of this movie, you take some of Flash's stuff out of this movie, you take some of Aquaman's stuff out of this movie, like Wolfie said, you have a whole different movie yeah. for each of those characters. So if you took more time to set up those characters before this and outside of this, you get something that is much more likely to knock it out of the park for me. And then you could have effectively had Silas die in this movie because he built his relationship up with his father in the Cyborg film. So Flash... And, and this whole thing, this whole thing, really, really falls on the WB executives because you know what? They saw what Marvel was doing. They saw the the success of the Avengers, and they said, you know what? We need to get to that yeah. point. As Cyborg should have been possible. Iron Man. They should have set you know, up with. It didn't have to be as many movies as Marvel yeah. to set it up with, but two or three, two or three at well, least. Well, you know what? Give me two at, or three. At the, ver- at the very least, you needed a Bat film. You needed a Batman film. I don't think so. All by himself. I disagree. I think you the Batman needed... film can no, come I, after I that. I really, really do. I, I think so. I definitely think so. Oh, I think that you needed I... a Batman film right after Man of Steel. Yep. Then BVS. I don't think so. Because, then because you, you got Christopher I really Nolan so. that wasn't that far removed. And I think Batman is so well known that if you introduce him in Justice League, everybody knows it's who not, he is. It's not a point of that. And then you can... It's not a point of that. Or you can do something compelling between Justice League, Justice League 2, and Justice League 3 with Batman that I think would be more compelling than what you do beforehand. Because we don't need to set Batman up in this universe. Everybody knows who Batman is. He's... It's not it's you, not you, Batman it's, setting him up in the universe. It's Batman setting up the reason why you have BVS yeah. in the first place. Yeah. That's the whole point That's of important. having Batman. Batman, you have to show the type of character he is, and then you have to show how he he finds Superman as, as such a threat and, and build that thing so that the culmination is BVS. We, that was so I, well I characterized in the beginning of BVS, work. number one. I don't think the, so. Just by I him looking know. up at that I, I tower at the beginning of BVS and basically like seeing what a threat Superman could be by accident, I think was enough. Which, which is n- the number one thing for me. And I don't want to harp on this too much because this could turn into a whole other bigger conversation, obviously. I think it was good. I don't think that it was great. I think it could have been better to introduce. Because the thing is, like, it's not introducing the Batman story. Mm-hmm. It's not introducing Batman and Bruce Wayne as, like, this is how he became who he is. Again, everybody knows Batman and the entire lore, which is why it would have been perfectly fine to just throw Batman into, like, basically throw Bat- Batfleck 
in and create this wait, universe wait, where he is, you let know, me, creating. Let me get to my num- number two why it does BBI. not work. And it's because of Zack Snyder. Batman was not active during Man of Steel. He was retired. This is Dark Knight Rises Batman, or Dark Knight and Returns exactly. Batman. So you can't, what are you going to set up? Like, what's there to set up? Batman in retirement? Like, that's not going to be an interesting movie. Nobody's going to care. But look, I, you guys have your... Uh, no, there is something really important to set up. No, this is important because the thing is, like, we see a Batman in BVS that we've never seen in any exactly. other Batman film, which is a Batman that's borderline psychotic and ready to kill. We've never seen that before. So why don't? how is it that we don't get a chance to see how he got there? Before we see because him and back his ten, you have to go back you ten literally, years. Literally, that's how long he's retired. But you literally that's have what the movie would have done. You literally have agree, death man. in the family right there, right much. there. Because no, no, I don't I think don't so. Know. But look, we we can argue about this another day, perhaps. And the way that they can set up these movies, I want to finish my point on Flash because I think this is again one of the most, for me, one of the things that's egregious. Again, I think Flash was better, just like everybody else. Flash was way better. Um, there's two things I didn't like, and it kind of relates to the to the scene that Wolfie spoke about that was in the Whedon cut, which I did like. I did like the fact that Batman was more of a father figure, even though it made him more like us, like it made Flash more like Spider Man in the Marvel movies compared to Iron Man. But it did explain away something to a certain extent that I didn't like in either movie. I didn't like that Flash was such a freaking klutz. Why did he like trip all over the place? It was stupid. He clearly has run close to the speed of light before because he insinuates that he knows what the result is. So the fact that he was tripping all over the place, even though he was nervous, to me was silly. No, he tripped it was more once. Than once. It was more than no, once. He, he tripped it twice. a couple of times, including well, the second time, the time he got he shot tripped when Superman was trying to hit him, which I get. But at the same time, yeah. he, why is he such a klutz? He's clearly able to do cool things with his powers, like. And I'll segue this into one of my favorite and also my most hated scenes in the movie, which is when he saves Iris West. And I'll explain why I loved it and hated it. When it started, when he goes through that window, he first realizes that Iris is in trouble. He goes through that window. His shoes rip apart. Awesome detail. Shoes aren't going to survive the flash running at full speed. Really cool moment. When he goes through the window by just pointing, putting his finger out and smashing through it by running through it like in that way. Super cool moment. He realizes certain ways to use his powers for like these great abilities. What I didn't like, and then I know somebody chi- wants to chime in here. What I didn't like, and what I absolutely freaking hated about this scene that made Zack Snyder in some way equivalent to Joss Whedon with his Wonder Woman BS with Aquaman, and like she's so hot. Damn. What was with the hot dogs? That was such a stupid and obvious misdirected joke. And y'all adults in the room know exactly what I'm talking about. That was a misdirection. You know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Not not at all. I have no idea what you're talking about. We all knew what he was going to do with that hot dog for a second. Come on. Yeah, he was going to eat it. The man man is literally destitute. He's looking for a job. This was uh, the way I took that scene. And he's always hungry. Because the way that he looked at Iris after he looked at that hot dog. I'm sorry. There was a load. There was some load there, and and I'm not the only one that saw know. it too because well, I, dude, I've seen I've seen a few. I've, exactly. seen, I've, I've already seen two articles about this. I'm not the only that one that noticed that. I've already seen two articles oh about that God. moment in the movie. I, I thought think, it was. Ridiculous. I think you're looking for looking well, here, for something. Well, okay, that's even not if there. it's not that, and then I'll let Walt go. Even if it's not that in that moment, I thought making that moment comedic took away from it because it was a beautiful moment and a beautiful scene. 
I thought it was amazing until that joke, which wasn't necessary. I thought that Flash being comedic in this movie was great. I thought that him being comedic every single moment of every single scene was stupid, and it ruined that scene for me. And it's a Zack Snyder indulgence, I think. All right. um, I, I, I kind of disagree with your take on the hot dog thing. This, this has become hot dog gate for, for <laughs> JLA over here. Um, I just I just took it as you know what this is a guy they literally just show him he's begging for a job, um, they they show him he's he's living out of a, of a, an abandoned warehouse the man has no money I I just saw it as you know what here there's a they're free hot dogs let me just let me just grab them because after I use the speed force which drains my body and I'm I'm constantly eating snacks. I'm probably going to have to use this afterwards. Um, the other thing that I, I have to say about this scene, which I think was was really good in the way they changed it, was that in the Whedonverse, you saw him kind of grabbing people and flipping them out and, and yes. taking them out. I think I know and what you're going to say. What, what they did here was they showed that there's consequences with going that fast. And he was so gentle do with it Iris. Because honestly... That was awesome. Right, exactly. What he could have done, what he would have... Yeah, what Whedon would have done was he would have grabbed her and probably taken her to like some rooftop cafe and whatnot afterwards so that he can wine and dine her. What he, what Zach did was recognize that, you know what, if I move this woman at the speed of light, I'm literally going to flay her like, alive. Like, And uh, I, I thought that was really, really good like, the way uh, they did like that. Like the boys. It'll be like the, the, the beginning of the boys. Like. <laughs> Well, yeah, like in, in that sense, you know, boy, his body, his body is built for that. His body is attuned to the speed force. She's not. So clearly, if you're taking, you know, you're taking a person at that fast speed, you're they're yeah. going to get injured, you know. Um, so I, I thought that that was a really interesting way of how they changed the Flash's power between what Whedon portrayed it. And they even showed it afterwards when um, he was trying to save the people and get them out of that reactor or whatever you know it wasn't a simple thing as like i'm gonna carry you out it it was like i've got to gently got you out there because i know if i go too fast you're probably gonna die you know um eli i know you wanted to say something about the flash so please go right ahead okay this is where the corn comes in oh god well, i knew it well if there, if there was a character really? if there was oh, a character that you sure. can say is kind of corny it would be flash because he's kind of like the comedic element in this movie but, but Go right ahead. The comedy, perfect A plus, whatever, right? He just, I, I don't know. He just felt sort of annoying in this movie. I, I like you have the thing with know. the klutz, and then it's just, I don't, I don't know. Exactly. I, I figured Peter. But you got, you got to remember though, he was also the guy that mentioned we should bring back Superman using the, the, the mother box. I know, and I know that he, he was had, kind of the genesis of all of that too. Yeah, he, so. he was good. I don't doubt like his intelligence and like his ability with like the for the speed force because I love that scene uh, where he was like going back in time and stuff. I, I thought that he was a little bit annoying though. I, I figured uh Flash to be like that if if he was a kid, he would be that like Peter Parker sort of sort of sort of character not like I, I don't know it's I mean especially you can it's not it's not just that he's annoying like you said he's a clutch like especially when he yelled out uh Batman's <laughs> right and I I get that that, that was funny right but yeah. like even still that just shows you how much 
how clumsy he is. What, what I will take away from this is that out of all of the characters here, he's probably the youngest in using his yeah. powers. And he doesn't have a, a full command. I and I, I really love the way that they portrayed the Speed Force here, which is totally different from any other version that I've seen before. He never you know? used it in the yeah. cool um, creative but, ways and, he does in the comics, though. He knows he right, can exactly. throw energy. So, why didn't that's he do that why... to some parademons? Like, why did, why did he dodge every parademon instead of, like, attacking one? Just one. Like, or pushing one. Yeah. Something. I, I think, because he's still a kid. Yeah, we got to remember that kid. he's still a human, you know? That's why he trips. Yeah. That's why he he's crime. scared. That's why he doesn't, you know? And I think that's why he, he made the comment with Batman, because, you know, what? he's... he's in, this is a, a legendary character that people, you know, it's myth that... A Batman even exists. Also, he, you know? he so, attacked Superman. Need a so, Batman, like, why like, wouldn't he attack whoa, a parademon? You know? Really? Like, he actually went after Superman. No, right, Eli, I, I, so... I don't. No, I okay. don't doubt his ability to, uh, in combat. I don't doubt his ability at all because we we see that he's evolving as a character. But I thought that starting him off as that, I mean, what I took away from that uh, that uh, comedic scene where he he was talking about Batman signaling off. I just took that as he's a, he has a big mouth. Yeah, that's true. I know, that's and I just don't like you know. that at all. I don't see flashes. Tom Holland already does that in real that's life. That's essentially what he is, even in the comics. I, I he's that, smarter than that in the comics, though. Just, even as a kid, even yeah, when he's, he's younger, he's not I, that oblivious. Smarter. And as much as I hate to say this, well, I I don't exactly. He felt more like Kid Flash. Yeah, he felt like a kid. He felt like he was a. Th- he's a kid. He felt no, but he felt like he was younger than he was. He he's at he least. He did. He did feel a, a little immature. I, immature. I do have to agree with that. You know, for for. I mean, he he for yes, he did. Yeah. I, I have to say yes, he did. But again, look, this is a kid that's like he's know, he's barely like like finding a job. He's looking for a job as a dog walker or groomer or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like this is the kind of job that kids do. So I think it was intended to portray him that. Yeah, but- I think embrace that, and I, I, and I, I think that. he has the the least amount of experience out of all of them, quite I clearly. Know, right, but it's it's not like if if you're if you're in a, a te- he's a teen, he's at least sixteen. He's no, he's more than, than that. No, he's 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 at a he's going into college no? or in, or at a college. Uh, he's probably he's probably early twenties. If if he already he already worked at Star Labs in comics, no twenty. So why isn't he working? He could yeah. be working no at Star Labs. Well, we're talking about JLA, no? The, the movie, He's rather. We're talking about the movie. No 20-year-old. No 20-year-old is that immature. You can have... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait till you get to your 20s, fine, buddy. Fine, fine. Okay. Yes. Like, when you're I, know, about... I know 50-year-olds no, no, no. that act like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. When, okay. I, I'm that that was no plus yes, twenty years old. Can I just say plus? Like <laughs> but, what? What kid who didn't have either of his parents growing up would be that immature? No, he can't. He can't take care of himself. I, at I don't all know. In this movie, it seems like that's. What, I'm, I'm agreeing I, with you. Yes, I think it's silly I, because I he didn't have his mom or his dad, and he's still a gigantic baby. He should have a little more maturity. I know, but I don't think that that's accurate. Otherwise, I thought I thought that the thing with his father was pretty yes. awesome, mm-hmm. but just felt like a baby. I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. Well, we do. We you know. Next time that I see you, I'm definitely gonna take a bag of corn nuts and throw it at you. Uh, but uh, that's just me wanting to kind of like <laughs> just kind of 
be corny with you. But with that being said, I do want to kind of now, now that that we've kind of talked about all the good guys, I do want to get into the ending battle. And essentially with, uh, with like our conversation with Darkseid and Steppenwolf, (laughs) I will say this, that the way that they ended the film, I don't know. Like I do want, I would like to know if this is the original ending that Zack Snyder had, if they already filmed this ending or not. Other than the nightmare Um, scene. They didn't allow him to make any. They didn't allow nightmare him to really scene shoot anything, right? Yeah. Oh, they did. Remember, Jar- Jared did, Leto yeah. was oh, never okay. in these Whedon cut. He was never in Zack Snyder's original vision. He was added recently. But 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 was the only thing that they reshot the nightmare sequence in the epilogue, mm. or did it? Because because my thing is like this ending was so much better oh, yes. than the Whedon ending. Like the way that like they defeated Steppenwolf and everything. Oh my gosh, it was freaking amazing. Like I thought that it was so sick how like they 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 yeah, defeated him and whatnot. About how Superman um, was way better in that like, conflict, even though Superman was the not even cut, that, but not yeah. as good in terms of how cool he is. Steppenwolf has so many more layers in this movie. Honestly, yes. he is my yes. favorite character in the movie. He actually has motivation. Is, yeah. Yes, he has he has range. He has range. He was like, there was a part where I almost, he, he almost looked like he was about to like cry when he was told to like, he needs to conquer 50,000 more planets <laughs> just, to, just to be able to like have a chance to plea for his return back home to Darkseid. And that again goes to like show like how much power Darkseid actually commands too. So like not even um, that, like just the way, cause in the original Justice League, it's set up that Steppenwolf is just like, oh, I came here, I lost, oh, I'm here for revenge. No, it's a little more than that because they change it because Darkseid is going on about this whole betrayal thing. And, you know, it got me wondering, well, wow, I don't normally know Steppenwolf for this. Well, what happened? Then you see the past sequence where Darkseid invades for the first time. And one of the things that I really noticed about that was the absence of Steppenwolf mm-hmm. to begin with. And so in my mind, I'm going, oh, so that's why he's having to endure all this crap. And it's just like, oh, it's so awesome. Everything was really, really good. I think that like everything that they did with Steppenwolf was perfect. I thought it was great. The, his armor, his look, his the way that he fought. Um, I just thought that he was just like, I thought he was amazing. The way that he, um, oh, sorry. No, 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 go on. The way that he fought, I'll, I'll agree with you there, but as far as his look, yeah, it is weird. not very comic accurate. Like not a lie. He, 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 he's got a very alien demeanor he's, with that, that armor, which is not what he is. Well, right? they're in a very, very, very loose sense. The fourth worlders are akin to aliens, but they're more towards like they're gods. Right, That's what exactly. they are. But like they made he stands he, out, he stands out with the pantheon of Desad and and Granny Goodness and Darkseid because Darkseid those three characters there they're closer to the comic books right and, yeah, and much clo- yeah and they don't have that alien look. Steppenwolf is the outlier. Steppenwolf really yeah. has that that kind of shimmering, almost like a a predator type of 
you know. Yeah, that like live armor. Yeah, it, that, it felt a little weird. Like I mean, they it, went above and, and, uh, and beyond with his alien look. Like in the comics, he looks like a dude with a beard. Oh, he looks like Tony true. Stark. Yeah, yeah. I totally understand that. Yeah, yeah. I totally yeah. understand he looks like Tony Stark. So, but um, and his face is know. way too small. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it looked like a baby face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, you know, the other thing too is that there is there is a a backstory that we know is there that's definitely more fleshed out in this one. Oh, yeah. in a sense. Oh yeah. But uh, maybe there's a reason he looks that way because of the backstory. Maybe there was something that happened to him as he was cast out. You know, they miniaturized um, his face. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, that, I, I mean, I guess, I guess he was a far better character in this version than than. I, I mean, so leaps and better. bounds, like three thousand percent better than the Whedon verse. Like I didn't Again, expect I gotta, myself to like Steppenwolf this much. Mm-hmm. I, I I gotta see the Whedon cut again just Why? to see because I need to see the I comparisons. Need to, I need to I need to see if there was any of this that I really like in the yeah. Snyder cut that was already. I, I, I know Jose's dying to ja- chime in here, but why would you ever go back to the Whedon version at this point? I need to I, know, I know how that, much of it was Snyder. I know that Whedon's ver- version is quote unquote canonical in this universe, and and it's been it's already been you know decided that that's, that's what a it crime. Is. That's a crime. But why would you ever? I mean, literally, I have it on digital. If there's a way that I could take it off my library, I would. I really, really would. There's no reason that I will ever go back to the Whedon version. I'm I'm gonna throw this to Jose, but you know what it is. You know, you know what it is. It's just that. It's just that I need to like. I like so (laughs) much of this film. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that it's perfect, but I like so much of the film that I do need to kind of go back and see how much of it was already in the Whedon cut. Well, if you got you know, it. I, I, like, I do kind of, because as much as I'm not two hours to waste, there. by all means, you know? <laughs> I got to do dishes? Sure. Four scenes that were in the Whedon cut. The Flash introducing himself to Batman, or Batman introducing himself to the Flash, um, the, the Superman fight. I can't remember the others, but there weren't, there really isn't that much in this movie that Listen, the the only way I watch the Whedon version again is at 2 o'clock in the morning while I'm fast asleep. You saw Postal. How did you see Postal and you won't see I this I think again? that's still a better version than the Whedon version. At least with Postal, I understood that that was a bad movie. And I understood that the guy was making a bad movie. Whedon. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> the Whedon, it, like you said, it's a crime. It really, really is. Yeah, yeah. The the movie police need to be outside his door right now with at least five set of handcuffs, don't. you know, for him. Because I mean, what he did to that movie is just don't, don't, pathetic. Don't it really is. There is no, there is no way that I am ever, and I quote you on this. Even if it's if it's flipping on the on the TV, there is no way that I will ever, ever, ever watch the Whedon version. Ever again. I will sit through four hours of watching Zack Snyder's version than the measly two hours that it would take to watch Weedon's version. shall come down upon you with great vengeance and furious anger if you tell him to watch that movie again. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to get my quick thoughts on Steppenwolf, and then I'll flip us all to Dark Side, I think, so we can get to that. I'll flip to that. I'll, I'll give my thoughts on that so we can transition. So, Steppenwolf, AJ, I I'm sorry. I didn't love it but what i will say to you is that what was there i need left me wanting more no absolutely i'm gonna tell you why i'm gonna tell you why because i think 
So, okay, I think you would have benefited in this movie from taking away a little bit of stuff from Wonder Woman, a little bit of that meat, a little stuff from Cyborg, a, a decent amount of stuff, well, from all the characters. You trim a little bit, you give a little bit more to Steppenwolf because what was there was compelling. But I almost feel like you would have gotten something more effective in a way if you if you sent somebody with him. And I'll explain the reason why I say that is, let's say Granny Goodness or somebody accompanied him on this mission. You have somebody to him for him to bounce more of his thoughts and feelings on being exiled and a lot of other things that he deals with in this movie i think the issue i had was that although it was cool to see him kind of express these things i thought that it was kind of impersonal to see him have like the star wars hollow conversation with the sod throughout the movie but that's kind of that's kind of no, the point I get of it. being exiled i get it i get it you you can't really talk to anybody because you're not talking supposed to, everybody. to be with anybody he's talking to everybody he talks to dark side he talks to the sod well he's talking- i think no, he only talks to dark side because you could, he you could, you could yeah, make that, it the case that somebody was sent to watch over him. Okay. And, and like, because he wanted to redeem himself, let's say somebody wanted to control him and make sure that he did what dark side needed him to do. I think it would have been better for somebody uh, to bounce some more of that stuff no. off in person, because that, I think that there was more again, of a some, complicated villain there that we didn't get quite enough of. I'm, Again, I'm if, sorry if you're to say, exiled, you don't have a liaison like to not, your former past. It's you're not gone. even that. That's, just, that's not how apocalypse works. Like, if if apocalypse is basically hell, and hell, they're not going to give you like a what a God. You're, what do you call those? A therapist. Exi- no, you're no, exiled, no, but we'll give you an, uh, an executive therapist. assistant to help yeah, you I out know, with but these that's things. Basically, you know? the role that that person would somebody fill, somebody like, to make yeah. sure he accomplishes what he says he's going to accomplish and to kill him. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't need right? an EA like, though. He doesn't need like, an EA. No, the apocalypse. They they don't care. If you fail, you fail. If you win, yeah. oh well, good. Well, it's maybe good for not us. in that way, but I it still left me wanting more details and more of a performance from the character that brought him to life i thought i thought in general there was a way to do it a little bit better because i thought there was a lot of wasted potential in in what we could have gotten from him i thought he Mm. was more i get his justification a little bit but i still think he was more of a cookie cutter villain than he was a complex one and i think the complex one was absolutely there to be fleshed out a little bit more but i'm you know, everybody gave their thoughts on Dark Side. I feel like I'm kind of the one who's a little bit on the devil's advocate side here, and I didn't like him as much. The design was better, though. I'll say that, even though it's not comic accurate. Uh, I'm not sorry, Steppenwolf. Did I say Dark Side? Yeah, I'm Steppenwolf. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say. So let's move on to Dark Side. If we what? would, you guys want to move on to Dark Side, or does anybody else have anything to say about? Yeah, no, we 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 want to make sure that this isn't a Snyder yeah. Cut link yeah, podcast. Exactly. So. <laughs> okay, so I'll move on to Dark Side, and I'll make my thoughts relatively short on dark side and let everybody else in, including aj who is like the ultimate dark side stand we got to get your thoughts on this how many how many t-shirts do you have of dark side uh i kind of that's like still three pretty or good something. of one character yeah. um yeah. So, okay dark side was good he has stubby legs and it's weird three. <laughs> uh the design had stubby legs okay. and it weirded me out um the design was generally pretty cool though the cgi was good for something that they that they probably kind of threw together instead of taking real post-production time on it uh it wasn't perfect but i'm not gonna hold it to some super high standard it was good for what it was um dark side was good um 
I think also like Steppenwolf, his his setup could have been slightly better, but it couldn't have been much better because as has been mentioned in some of our conversations before this podcast, he was kind of setting himself up, but only like Thanos with his quick appearances in the MCU before he became the main villain. Although I do think because he had a slightly meteor role in this movie, they could have done a little bit more with him. So my final thoughts on Darkseid are he was a wimp. He was a from beginning to end, he was a whim. And I understand that he was Euxus at the beginning when they showed really? the previous battle between Ares and Zeus and everybody else. Great. Okay. He has this awesome display of power. He like shakes the entire world. And then he literally hurts or kills no one in that opening battle. No one. Not a single person. He doesn't even fight Zeus or Ares or anybody else. He just gets tanked by Ares like Thor beating the snot out of Thanos in Infinity War. It's underwhelming. Give me a moment of showing me what Darkseid is capable of. Even as they did. I think they did that when he they hurt. did. Who did he attack? Who did he kill? This is the no, but they showed his power when 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 they did. It showed that little montage where he even had the uh, the the the. the f- okay. hey, oh, hello. hello. Sorry. 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 I'm sorry. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. Language. Oh god. Language. I'm so sorry. Oh god. I meant to say freaking. I'm so sorry. Um, blame it on Snyder. Blame it on Snyder making this movie rated on three F bombs. You're talking about the moment where he like shakes the earth with his with that strike, right? I, I, yeah, but no, not no. just that. But there's like the little montage that you see the 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 the, the uh, cyborg teams and, and later. yeah, like he just right. But we still see a yes. glimpse of his power. You can't say that you didn't get a glimpse, and this wasn't this but isn't like, Dark Side's movie. I don't need to see him kill anybody to to show how powerful he is. To be I mean, honest, yeah, you know. Uh, that that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't define how strong you are because you know what you could run somebody over with a car that doesn't mean that you're the the most powerful yeah, being in the universe. Seems like Thanos' you know, so, comic weakness, which is that he just has to lose because subconsciously he doesn't believe he deserves to win. I feel like that's the dark side we got in this movie because he does some I, bumbling I, stuff. I, I want to say he does some effing bumbling stuff in this movie, but you know what my biggest gripe is. I'm gonna say it. How <laughs> on earth, literally. Do you go to Earth and then you're searching for the anti-life equation for literally your entire existence, which is thousands of years long. You don't realize that the anti-life equation is on Earth. And then when Steppenwolf finds the anti-life equation on Earth later, we find out that everybody, not just Darkseid, but everybody in his crew forgot where Earth is. Are you kidding me? That is like Game of Thrones. No, no, no. To me, that's like Game really of Thrones though. when Khaleesi freaking forgot that it was a fleet with freaking gigantic arrows that could shoot down her dragons. It was a moment where she like but, forgot but you for forget. no reason other than to move the story forward. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm going to disagree with that because because there is literally a point in the movie where he says, you know what? Um, they use, remember what the mother boxes are. And AJ had to remind me of this while we were watching it yes. because I, you know what? I asked the same question. I said, how in the world does he being here already not remember how to get here? And I don't think it's the matter of how he can't get back there. I think it's a method in how he gets there. Remember, 
it's not like he's next door. Like he's sitting in 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 Titan and whatnot, which is within the same universe. He he literally says that he's conquered hundreds and thousands Doesn't of universes. Time and and, and you gotta no no no. But wait wait wait. Remember? Let, me, let me finish what I was saying. Remember what remember what the mother boxes are. They really are boom tubes. They are they are capable of interstellar travel instantly. And there is a point in the movie where it says, you know what? If we can't get there, we're going to have to do this the old-fashioned way. Get the fleet ready. He knows where it is. It's just, you know what? There's no consequence to get there. If you have the mother boxes, you can get there like this. But then in the thousands of years that have passed since now and then, the only place where you have lost a battle, the place where one of your ultimate weapons still exists, the place where Superman was not for thousands of those years. Who was around to prevent him from going back to Earth and getting the mother boxes? Who? Uh, well, the gods. Yeah. For, you, for one. Okay. Boom. Okay. You do have the Lantern Corps. the Green Lantern Corps who did show up. You have the Themyscarans. Yeah. You still have the, okay. the realm of men. Okay. You have the Atlantis. Well, the realm I understand of men still inconsequential. You have you yeah. have an entire galaxy. It's not that he forgot. It's more so he didn't even know the anti life equation was no, there at the time. It took Steppenwolf to but, find out. But wouldn't he want like, to somehow avenge at the his, same time, his, was, his loss after all this time? But that's the Dark Side's not petty like that. It's when Thank he's you. presented with the opportunity, hey, it turns out that the planet that kind of dissed you all those, all those centuries back, hey, they have the anti-life I, equation. He's, and then that's where it gets He's more like personal. a dog with a bone. You know, I, I, everything else doesn't matter. I just want the anti-life equation. If, if I lose here, screw it. There's nothing here for me to, to really bother with that's exactly if, it. if I, I do i do find the anti-life equation you know what i'm laser focused on that he's a dog with a bone that's all i do is. i do have i do have a, a quick point though like okay so he does he didn't realize that the anti-life equation was there but he loses the mother boxes and never goes back to try Somebody, to, but to, what, to what get them the back that, that's you do. know the mother boxes all they do is they just create they they're they, what they do they is make conquest easy. Yes, but right. But he's doing fine on his own. The the mother Daddy, boxes is just like topping on the cake. They also have like yeah, an it's a hell of a freaking topping. Mother boxes are actually if you're going by oh the, they do if you're going by the comic book accurate sense mother boxes are so commonplace. Bring them to earth then. Oh really? Like, destroy it. <laughs> what mother box? What mother boxes are? They're they're basically like uh. They're like the thing in, in Man of Steel. Mm. They're world okay. builders and world destroyers. They're new god iPhones. That's so what they really are. Some? Why did he need the ones that were on Earth? Because, well, he, he, okay. they're right there. If he okay, but, if he doesn't know that the uh, that the the, the uh, anti life equation is there, then to him that's just like oh, I lost an iPhone. Like I, I don't need that planet. There's nothing there for me. And if he's them, then if they're that what? common and they're unnecessary, see, it, like it just breaks down when you start to reason it out. It all breaks down. Then it makes Steppenwolf's plot completely useless because he could have just brought another three set of iPhones. But Steppenwolf, and destroyed the Earth. Steppenwolf, all he's doing is trying to redeem himself in in Dark Side's view. By getting something so, that Dark Side yeah, doesn't you know want what? Hey. or need. I mean, this isn't the comic accurate thing. But he's the conquering, movie's probably different. He's conquering, he's conquering planets. No, so this is, so. Kind of, this is kind of like a, like a tribute to Darkseid. Look, I've conquered this planet in your it. honor. 
that's what that's what Stephen Wolf is one, really one really doing at this because point. it's true that you like you guys said there were a lot of people that could possibly defend Earth besides Superman. However, this is something that I think about. We need to know where the Green Lanterns are because the guy that wrecked that wrecked Uxus, Darkseid in the past died in like the 1920s. Ares is dead. Like maybe he doesn't know that, but uh, I don't know. Possible. To me, it's it's all. It all falls well, you know apart what? in the end. And I know that this is dark side in the comics, but dark side in the comics is more compelling. Snyder, Snyder did want to put in Jon Stewart in this film. And he was he was categorically oh, told whoa. no. And that's why that's why we have Martian Manhunter instead. Because that character that character should have Huge been Jon Stewart. That's the last thing that I'll say. Martian Manhunter yeah. was a gigantic waste of time. Why did he say that the world needs Lois and then do nothing he did nothing in this movie he just showed up he could have been he could have been set up better he was right i mean again now you have to you you have to take this from the point right but you got to take this from the point of view of like what this was supposed to be at the time which was the setup for the rest of the the movies you can't look at this as like you can't you can't look at this as like the the plate that has every single item that you want to eat in one character motivations if you're going to put martian man you would have you, you don't had you that don't in the you, second and the third movie. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't need to have every single character's entire no, arc in every arc, single like better motivation in, in one film. Like, what 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 does I mean, he understand like, about Lois? Could we get a little bit more of that? Why is that needed? Does he know a little bit? Like, why why what do we what what do we get? Hold on, what what do we get? What do we get from from Nick Fury's first introduction? I was about as, to go there also. <laughs> what what about Winter like, Soldier? It's, it's one scene, you know. Like Winter Soldier, it took a, a number of movies to get to the point where it's like, okay, we just found out that everything was building to him, uh, Tony Stark realizing that Winter Soldier was the one that killed his parents. It yeah. didn't happen immediately. It took a number of movies to get to that point. The same thing would have happened here. Yeah, Lois is important. Would have grown with each movie co- yeah, going forward. Yeah, it's not forward. about Lois. It's about what Martian you know, Manhunter's motivations are. Every character needs motivation. Right, but we weren't supposed we to know that full here. motivations, but we needed more than we got. We don't need any motivation. We just need to know that he's in the film, and then it, like as as an egg for like the next film. Yeah, his 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 part is not important in this film. Oh, and hold on, and actually, actually, wrong, wrong. We do get his motivation, right? Because at the end, when he actually goes and introduces himself officially as Martian Manhunter, he yeah. says like, "I realize that I do have a stake in this world, oh, and I want to help now. protect it." But he's he's we not, just we just don't know what that stake is. He, he's but not he has a stake and he wants to protect it. At this point, he's not really. And, and I mean, also, it's kind of silly that he, he turned his... into Martian Manhunter in the hallway after he talked to Lois. I know it was meant to reveal that, but he could. Yeah, it would have been cooler. It would have been cooler that if was he just weird. like said that to Lois, and we were all like, "What the heck is this guy talking about? Wasn't this the guy that like hated Superman and then became his friend of Man of Steel? And then at the end of the movie, he like flies down as General Swanwick." And like turns into Martian Manhunter. That would have been cooler. I think it was again kind of like, nah. It's for it's for the oh crap moment, you know. Because I'm trying to also now censor myself. Uh, (laughs) It's for the oh crap moment that we got in the middle of the film, and not just wait till the very end. It was very well placed, I think. Uh, Because I remember sending a message in the group chat. I was like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. I was wondering what that that moment. (laughs) It was that moment. I was like, oh my god, like this is I. This is why I hate any kind of spoilers because it ruins that emotion that I'm never ever going to have again no matter how many times I see the film. 
So, um, so I think that like we're at the end. Uh, we uh, Eli was absolutely correct, and we did not hit an hour and fifteen minutes, <laughs> <laughs> which was the, the intention. Um, but uh, I, 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 I think that it's warranted to ask. Where do we go from here? And and I want to kind of close the way that we began, just like a quick little roundtable of where do you think that we go? Do we actually have an expansion to the Snyderverse? Does Snyder, does uh, Snyder come back? Um, and and do you think that he can be compelled to come back or that the industry could be compelled? If we can compel the industry, I'll, I'll start with my point then, because I see you guys shaking your heads and everything and already saying no in my ear and all that. I think that he could be compelled. I don't think that there's any way that WB can come back from this when all this was all set up because every single thing that comes out that's not Snyderverse is automatically starting from, you know, like four or five rungs under the underwater on a ladder, right? So I think that, and and I think that like with with huge um, support from the fan base, I think that you can compel. Snyder and WB to come back. Um, if we can compel, um, I will get to everyone. We're gonna do this turn by turn. Okay, you guys, I, I see. For those of you guys that are just listening, I see Walter shaking his head. Jose has his hands up. I know Eli wants in, but we're gonna get around the table one at a time without interruptions. But again, I think that we can compel uh, Zack Snyder to come back and and finish the vision at least not from a directorial standpoint but maybe from a production standpoint be an executive producer be a consultant on the 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 rest of the universe and really flesh this out because we have enough meat on the on the bones to still keep coming back okay so with that said before i get digitally jumped by the crew who is next (laughs) here's my thoughts on that okay uh I don't think you can compel Zack Snyder to co- to come back because of how dirty WB did him in the beginning. Basically, like to to do that to a man when he has this tragedy come about, I think is something that broke his long term relationship with them. Because I think that this movie wasn't about reestablishing that relationship or continuing it. I simply think that this was vindication for him. Like, hey. My Justice League was not this piece of trash that they released. I think this was vindication, but I do think he's done. I don't think he's going to go back after WB did such horrible things to him. And just, I mean, the reason he quit beyond just the fact that he received a personal tragedy, from what I understand in interviews, he said that he just didn't have the emotional energy to deal with both the tragedy and fighting WB at every stinking turn to get the movies that he wanted. So for that reason, I don't think they're going to do it because even on this movie, it doesn't show as much, but there were some disagreements on, on the Snyder cut still, even after all of this. So I don't think the relationship is going to continue because of that. I think it's too personal. Well, and yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. And I, I also have two other reasons why they shouldn't. And I, I know that I think they should, I know that we I just want all to clarify want that. It. I think they I'm, should. I just don't think he will. You think I think they that should? they should. I think that oh, Zack okay. Snyder, I'm not saying he should swallow his pride. I think it'd be awesome because I think that the movie, even though I didn't love it, sets things up beautifully for future movies. But I just wanted to clarify. I think they I, should, I, but I don't think he will. Go ahead, Eli. I think that they shouldn't, but 
I know that I, I want it. I want the Snyderverse, but at the same time, I know it's wrong. Because first off, number one, you're enabling fans that way. And you do that, and you start Ooh, up a whole entire... That is a good point. You start up a whole yeah. entire... Dang, Eli! Yeah, and um, second of Hitting all... Hitting me with maturity. <laughs> second of all, um, I, I just don't... You're, you're undoing work at that point, too. Because all of the work that they've done for Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 84, which we all know sucked, but it still deserves... It, there's credit where credit is due. It still deserves to be... It shouldn't be erased. I don't think you undo it necessarily. So you have that. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, well, I don't think you I have to. Think if, right. if you start up a new universe, then, I mean, there is a way for you to... for you, But it's it's practically impossible because you're, you have the second movie, which, yes, you can change, but half of the characters die in that in which movie. Which movie? Um, Wonder Woman? No. Seven the Justice second Justice. Justice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. that's after a lot all of, of these movies. In that movie. That's after all of the movies that came out in DC. And, and remember what Walt said. Just want to point well, this out. Remember that yeah, Aquaman but, and Wonder Woman, the first the first movies, they still consulted Zack Snyder. So they probably still had in mind that hey, maybe if they ever do this yeah. again and they continue this, we have some cohesion with the story that he wanted to tell. I don't think you destroy it entirely. Yeah, but it's just no. I I don't think that it's a good idea. For hmm. That could start a lot of conflict, especially with people who probably did like. I mean, I know that there's people who like Wonder Woman '84, such as Wolfie here, right? <laughs> Called out. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't. I'm not saying that it's. I Called didn't say that out. it's a freaking awesome okay, movie. Yeah. I just don't think that it's as bad as. Yeah, I'm on the same. It's boat being portrayed here, by the by on, on what boat? On your boat. On my boat. Or your boat. boat. All right. I, I just I don't think that it was a great movie. I don't think that it was a bad movie. I don't think that it was terrible. You know what I mean? I think it was a specific style portrayed of film that bridges the gap, you know, to this film. I think that that's why I feel like it's it's a it, it was great that it came out then and we saw Snyder cut now. Personally, sorry, I keep chiming. I'm chiming in on this, but it's just a, I really think that it wasn't that bad. And it's like I feel like like Walt is saying that it's as bad. Hey, the, his reaction to WW84 is the same reaction to the Whedon cut. <laughs> Pretty much. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Movies that I'm never going to return back. You know what? I, I'm, I'm a completionist when it comes to movie buying. Um, I'm on the fence on whether I should buy WW84. And I'm usually I'll buy any movie just to complete my collection. I, I think I literally I've been I've been checking iTunes because I refuse to pay for it at $19.99. I'll pay for it when it goes down to maybe like $4.99. And then I'll still have Bargain some uh, trepidation in, in doing that. Because I, I just, there's nothing compelling about, there's nothing that I find anywhere remotely rewarding about WW84. Except the ending. I think, Except the ending. Because it was I over think, at think. that point. <laughs> I think that this is going to be one of those solo film moments for you, which I don't think that that this is better than solo in any way. But I think that, like, after some time and you revisit it, I think that you might find it a little more. I, I, I think with solo, it's a different never say story. never. Never solo say is never. A different story because because solo for me was was a movie that I didn't think needed to be done, and I didn't hate it. I I just thought it was it was okay at the time. Revisiting it. I, I see it's 
it, you know, it's Charm. redeeming qualities, right? I'm not going to feel the same way about WW84. There was way too many problems with that. I didn't like the way they treated Max Lord. I didn't try like the way they treated um, uh, Steve Trevor. I didn't like the way they treated Wonder Woman. I thought Wonder Woman was poorly, poorly portrayed in that. I think she they made her into the sniveling little woman that needed a man to define her. That's not what Wonder Woman is. There is no way that I look at this movie and say, you know what? Yeah, let's let's not let's not <laughs> let's not make because, this a Wonder yeah, Woman because you know how right. right you know you're not. <laughs> but we're not gonna do this. Back to Eli. Back to, back Eli. to Eli. Back to Eli. Back Eli's got to gotta finish it up. Last thing. Last and final thing, which I know some you might not agree with, but I honestly think it's too early. It, they already said that they're killing off a bunch of characters, right? I think that it would be too early, and I know you can fit some movies in there, but that's not enough. You see what a, you see what Avengers did, and I'm not saying I don't want it to be like a, uh, Avengers and the MCU because I think that be a complete and utter failure. Mm, on well, they're gonna kill off yeah. characters, but they but, were gonna bring all of them back. Because remember the the, the storyline was Flash yeah, but, going back in time and reversing everything like Flashpoint, so they would have killed characters for like one. Movie, yeah, but you, maybe. but except for Batman, Batman would have yeah, died. Yeah, but you forever. also want. Yeah, but you want to you want to create that impact for when they die. You want to have some at least you should be able to feel emotion when that happens. So if if they do it too early, it's just gonna be like, oh, they killed them. What? Okay. And then now they're back. Okay, I guess it doesn't matter at this point. Well, like it Superman. is comics, so you know. I know, but yeah, well, with, with comics, everybody dies, everybody comes back. Superman should have come um, back in the second movie. Wh- what was the question again? Uh, where do we go from? I here? think it's AJ's right. turn. Yeah. So, oh, where do we go from here? Okay, AJ yeah. can go. Um, I'll go last. I hinted at the very beginning of this podcast that while I really did thoroughly enjoy this movie, there was one thing that would ever truly prevent me from fully realizing oh, and enjoying it. And it's the fact that we we will not get any more of this. Like, it's it's such a damn and we shame. didn't get enough before it, too. Uh, There's no before and no after, and that yes. bothers me a lot. I think I agree with you to that point. Yeah, that's weird. There's not enough before, and there will never be an after, most likely. That's really sad because there was potential in it. Yeah. I never say never. We said never when it came to the Snyder but Cut. I, most I kind of agree with never Eli, say never, though. That, in my opinion. It wouldn't be a good idea to revamp it like that. Like, it's one thing if you move in a narrative direction towards rebooting it, but to just completely say, not even narratively, okay, well, all this other stuff you guys did, the work you put into that, just whatever, bro. And just come out with, okay, so we're going to move forward with what you did. It'd be the same thing as, hey, J.J. Abrams started this in Force Awakens. Not that what Rian Johnson did was horrible, but he took Last Jedi into some interesting directions only to have the guy who originally did it like, Oh, well, screw you. This was my story to begin with. It'd be akin to that. And, you know, it's as much as we didn't like J.J. Abrams for the last movie, it's still messed up, you know? Like, yeah, that's that's basically just, I guess, my two cents on that or whatever. But, like, (laughs) we would have needed to do this from a narrative standpoint. I mean, I I, look, I I just want to... One last thing, 
if there's one thing that Warner Brothers is most motivated by, which is every corporation is motivated by, it's money. And money always talks. When they see the numbers that the Snyder Cut's going to do along with the reviews, they're going to think twice about like whether they're going to continue it or not. I guarantee you that they're going to at least have a conversation about doing but it. Zack Snyder won't do but it. But then though. that's going to set We're a not trend. Talking about WB. As much as we don't know that. We, we do don't know that, that though. We don't know that because what they tell us in the public in the public square isn't always I don't think what Zach they Snyder's actually mean. Of, Zach or not or something that I'm not, he didn't get paid for this. No, Zack Snyder isn't. But if WB says, like, you know what, Zack Snyder, we're wrong, mea culpa, you can go ahead and have, like, final cut decision and everything as long as you give us what we okay, want. Okay, but not even... Which is but, extension but, of Snyder. But that was, you think that Zack Snyder won't at least consider it? But that's what happened with the Snyder cut, and they still had pushback against him. Yeah, but, they mean, still tried to stop a lot Again, of not, not even that. Like, okay, so... It worked with the Snyder Cut. Awesome. Now you're going to push it to restore the Snyderverse. Okay, kind of awesome if we do get it. But then w- what's to stop you to do it from everything else? Yeah, because you, you already... That's going to set a trend that, okay, what if because someone hates the prequels, hey, yeah. let's make let's do a redo of the prequels. Yeah, like, yeah. The, where where does it stop? to an like extent, the... except for the fact that I think that this rehashing movement is already here. I don't think you're going to stop it, and I don't think doing it again is going to add to it, or I don't think creating the Snyderverse is going to, again, it's going to add to it. And we saw it in Sonic the Hedgehog. That was actually one of the first things that were, first places where you saw this, besides the Snyder Cut. Fans have power now, yeah. and they I mean, will get changes more often than they ever did before. They will. Or they'll get director's cuts. And yeah, I you think know what? so, too. I, w- I want to add on to what Andre said, be- AJ, AJ, because, I mean, you already look at some of the stuff they've already changed. You had right. they pushed Zack Snyder out of out of his movie. Who thinks? I mean, who's who's not to say that that's going to happen again if you enable them? No, but well, yeah, oh yeah, that's a good point to begin with. They didn't even want Zack Snyder in the universe, and that was a driving force behind getting him out to begin with. It's just going to be. I mean, look, video. it's. I get what you're saying that maybe it won't. I guess further escalate it but things like the sonic the design that's a very minuscule thing you're talking about systematically rewriting stories and that i think that uh, and that that's not a good look in my opinion as much as some properties are better than others and maybe this person did it better you should never go back and just completely uh dismember someone else's work and basically yeah and and last thing i i just want to say because i remember wolfie was saying something about wb and money thing i i as much as wb is what they uh are what they are like with uh you know like they're like db legends they just grab they just their money grow had to bring dragon ball into this right? yeah (laughs) but but my my point is is that they at they at least they know the cost of doing something like that. Okay, here's here's the biggest question that I have, which I really really don't understand. Okay, is why WB even entertained the fact of doing a Snyder cut in the first place? Because you know what, there, there's two ways this could have gone, and and the one way is that it 
absolutely sucked. And you know what? Then everybody would have been like, you know what? I'm done with DC to begin with after all because Whedon couldn't do it and Snyder couldn't do it. It's it's horrendous, right? The other point that I have is that is, is what we're getting now. This is a no-win situation for WB because now what you've done is that you put out Snyder's original vision for the Justice League, and guess what? It turned out to be fantastic. Every Everywhere that I see, everybody, there's a hashtag going that I think we even put on Instagram, restore, hashtag restore the Snyderverse. You've gotten now into a point where what what's what's going on is that you have an original quote unquote canonical film in Whedon's Justice League. Not five years later, you bring back the exact same movie in a totally different iteration by the person that was supposed to do it in the first place. And like I said, guess what? It turned out to be fantastic. We're never going to see the end of this thing. And and kind of to the, the kids' points, you know, not only have we moved, we're already at least four or five films past Justice League. We've already done Wonder Woman 84. We're about to get the Suicide Squad. We've got, um, we've got, what's Aquaman, the other Aquaman, Shazam. Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman. You've got, um, you've also got, What's the other one? Shazam two with with Black Adam or Black Adam get his own yeah, own Black thing. You already have team. all these things in the pipeline that do not connect to the Snyderverse cut of this of Justice League. You're you're basically saying that anything that's going forward, Flash being another movie, anything that's coming coming forward really doesn't count. You also have the Joker movie. You also have the Batman movie that still hasn't come out. That. How do these things connect? You also know that Affleck is not coming back. You know that there's there's this question on whether Cavill is coming back. We don't know if he is. We don't know if he's not. We still we're still up in the up, up in the air with that thing. There are so many things that have to fall into place to make the Snyderverse happen again. I think we are so far beyond where we could go back. Aside from a flashpoint, but then again, you've just made all these movies that came afterwards mean absolutely nothing, you know. And and like I said, I I, I, I still don't understand why WB went ahead with the Snyder Cut. I'm glad I, that I they do. did. I do, but I don't understand it because they put they, they put themselves in a really impossible position here. I don't agree. No, 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 no. I have see. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And Jose will probably agree with me. The reason they did this is because it makes good business sense. Okay, why? Because if they release it and if they release it and it doesn't do well, okay, they already said it's not canon. If they release it and it does amazing, now they have their demand. All the more created. reason for that. Just, well, hold for on, what? okay, and that's and that is well, why I think that they let can me do it. Back. Let is me Snyder back coming back? You know why they did this and why this is a good business decision and why it didn't matter either way. Yes, what, HBO Max. Yes, HBO Max. This will draw subscribers to HBO Max. Yeah, I'm guarantee it already did. People, guarantee people, it already did. People that had HBO were going to get no, HBO. I don't agree. I, you know what? I don't agree. And, and the and the thing about it, the thing about yeah, it I'm is sure that, that if you this really, really, really wanted to maximize this, you you throw this in, into the theaters, right? And I know we're they I can. know we're in a pandemic, but you know what? Things are opening up. Here's the other thing, huh? 
This one is he, definitely not a theater. Yeah, Nobody's going to watch this. <laughs> there's no way. There's no, you can't even cut this into two pieces, which because is it really doesn't HBO work Max. that way. Because that's why it honestly, makes sense that it's there. Right. The, the last two hours, the last two hours move at a breakneck pace. The first two hours is setting up everything. You cut this in half, you know, it, it doesn't work as, as a theatrical release. So, Again, all you do is open yourself up to scrutiny with this. You really, really do. Either, and I was going to make that point also. You know why they don't do that? Because they're already embracing Elseworlds. They're doing it in Joker. They're doing it in Batman. They're already embracing the fact that there's more than one comic universe. They can very easily slide Snyder back in if they really choose to, and still have their Elseworlds stories. That's that still begs the biggest problem, which is enabling fans. You're still doing it by that, even if it's Elseworld, because you're giving them what they want. I think it's too late want. for that, though. And I know that sounds unfair. I think it's too late. I, I think, yeah, yes, it's, that's why they shouldn't have made I think the ship has sailed. Yeah, but, but, this goes, this, but this goes a long way to really, really embolden fans and say, you know what? This is this is what we want. Uh, we're not we're not gonna stop. I, you know, it, it was one thing to say, you know what? Let's change Sonic's face. It's another thing to say, you know what? We're taking an entire movie and reshaping it to a, an, a completely different movie. Those are two separate things. Yeah. You've you've gone from, well, I don't like the way this guy looks to I don't like this movie, period. You've got to redo it. That is a huge step. And yeah, WB right. did yeah. not have to do this. Hold up, hold up. That's the thing. And you know, I remember what we were speaking about fans of hostility, especially with Star Wars and stuff, I mean, you best be expecting that for, for oh, Restore the now, now, I, now these people are, you know, the fans are emboldened, good, bad, or indifferent. They're going to cry out and say, you know what? Well, if it happened for Snyder, we can do it for everything else. Been doing that. Yeah, and then it's just This is a worse. step, this is, but this is a step that did not yeah. need to be taken. You're talking I, about small little changes here and there. This is a huge, huge shift in how you make movies nowadays. This one I, I thing changes the landscape completely. I think that it has the potential to. However, I think that you can temper it, right? Like, this, wow. is, this is just the way that things are now, wow. right? So, like, for example, you don't have to necessarily have Snyder come back, but if you have, you already have the the the, the treatment done for Justice League Two, and you already have the essentially the uh, story outline for Justice League Three, you can bring Zack Snyder, maybe make some sort of appeal to bring him back as a producer to oversee it and not necessarily direct it and all that stuff, so that so that some sort of division can be brought. You will give the fans a piece of what they want, just not exactly nah. what they're asking for. And that's how you temper it. Snyder, I think that's how you temper Snyder it. Snyder doesn't have a, 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 a yeah. dog in this fight, he's like, really. He's like, you know, we don't, he's, he's listen, already, we don't know. He's already, we, we don't know. Listen, he's already, he already had to go through it when he was making BVS and Justice League, right? He walked away from it. They brought him back to do Snyder Cut. They still were fighting on him. The, the whole thing, it's not just the, the Green Lantern thing. It was the lowest pregnancy that they were they did not want in the film. They really did not want. Yeah. Even, even when they gave him the green light to say, you thing. know what? Here's your movie. Do what you want. They still gave him terms. Why would you want to go back to that? Even after you have the fans that are crying out saying, you know what? Let's let's get this done. They relented, 
but yet they still could not relinquish 100% yeah. control to Snyder. They still had to interfere in, in some way if or another. If you're Snyder, you, have you guys ever seen that episode of The Simpsons where Bart is like a master at that boxing video game and Homer tries to beat him? And then like at the very end, when Homer's <laughs> about to beat him, he just pulls the plug and basically says he never lost. He went out on top. I retired. That's Snyder now. He's going yeah, he out retired. on top. The fans are in love yeah. with this version, even though I don't necessarily agree it's the greatest thing. Look at Metacritic. It's like 90 plus right now even the metacritic like critic rating is like 74 so he won he's got a new phone why fail at this point why give yourself the opportunity to fail your vision is clearly the one that everybody would have wanted yeah he's he's moved on he's got a new film coming out on netflix um army of the dead which is going to come out within the next couple of months he's moved on he's he gave he gave wb the ultimate the bird, basically. He said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to show you how wrong you are. And then I'm retiring. I'm done. I'm done with you guys. I don't know. I'm calling it right now. Before we close up, I'm calling it right now. I think that Snyder comes back in some form as a consultant, as a producer, some form. I don't see WB leaving see money Zach on Snyder the table. Doing it. Period. So I'm putting WB is not going to leave. I'll put money on it. I'll put 50 bucks on it. You see, Zack Snyder will happen? leave that money on the table and we'll never see the Snyderverse yeah. again. Yeah. He, he, no, no, no. no. I understand. Back. I'm talking about WB. WB will oh, not leave course. the money w- on the table. WB will WB will com- do do something to bring the Snyderverse back in some form. That's you I'll put 50 bucks on Snyder, Snyder though. though. They can. It's going to be without. Right. It doesn't need to be from a director no, standpoint. I don't think he'll be, be a consultant. He could be a producer. That's my point. I don't think he'll be a producer. I think that you can. I don't think he'll, he'll I think be, he'll he be a Kevin Feige. I think that he will. But I'll put money Wolfie. on it. I'll let me, put let money me put it, on it this way. Let me, my, my, my final, 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 final point. Name me another director has the same visual style as Zack Snyder. That can continue... It doesn't, it doesn't have to be the same exact visual that's style. A big, it doesn't have to be the same big piece of It's Snyder big. Work. I understand that. You I understand saying? that. Maybe as fans, we don't get every single thing that we want, but we may get some of it. We may get the I, rest of the story. I disagree. I don't think. And that's I don't it. think Snyder ever comes back to DC. Yeah, but not not with the the current um, the current management at WB. Saying it now, fifty bucks. Yeah. All right, never we'll comes see. back. Anyway, let's 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 uh, Eli Eli's final point, and then we'll close it up. Okay. Let's entertain the fact that WB enables fans, and it it works. If Zack Snyder walks away, that love turns to hate, and then you start a whole other riot. It's just a chain of events that you can't undo. Everything's gonna go wrong from here on out, unless. They find WB some opened way. the door. They really, really they did. They screwed like, it up. Nah, I, I, to quote, I, don't, I don't agree. To, to quote, uh, what is it, Lex Luthor? You cannot, the, the bell has rung. It can't be unrung. So. Yeah, it can't be unrung. Anyways, with that said, that is our, you know, our thoughts, our review, our recap of uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Um, or Zack Snyder's Justice League, rather. That's the uh, proper title. Um as you can see, I think that like we all clearly agree that it was the right version of the film that should have been put out five years ago. Um, but we don't necessarily agree on the future, at least not from my standpoint. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I hope that you guys enjoy the show. Uh, we Again, please like, rate, share, and subscribe. Um, as I always do, 
and the rest of the crew does. We always appreciate you guys tuning in and listening all the way to the end. Word. And if you do and you enjoyed the, the episode so far, and you know another person that has just seen the uh, the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League and, and kind of wants to geek out all over it, please send this uh, episode over to them so that they can, you know, chime in and, and get to know us a little bit if they haven't please, followed baby, us yet. Please, baby, baby, um, please. With that being said, <laughs> and with that being said, I'll throw it to Jose for... Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the part where I tell our fans to stay geeky. To Please, guys. Stay geeky. Bro, this episode was deep air. <laughs> oh, are we going to... Do, do we need to bleep bleep me out or are we gonna cut <laughs> no, that part R gets exactly one curse word wow. and then the second one is what turns it into Raiden R <laughs> well we do we do we do need to bleep it out because this is a friend a family friendly show otherwise it'll get marked nah, as, a, as explicit F so. that <laughs> <Let me upload. laughs>